When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Now Target has you covered from a range of black owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. And did you know that Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors. Keep an eye out for Target scholars as well a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Now, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality, featuring Chef Jade, Dr. Takia Robinson, and Hey Fran Hey. Now, we all were taken away uh, last season with the brilliance of the three young ladies that I just named, um, everything about the production value to the subject matter, to them literally lighten up the intersections, okay, that they occupied in conversation, informed conversation, might I add. It was beautiful. And of course, the good, beautiful, brilliant people at Target, being Black Beyond Measure, thought, you know what? One more again. Okay, we're bringing this back for season two because the people still need to be illuminated uh, uh, in these intersections that you also brilliantly break down. So shout out to Fran, shout out to Kia and shout out to Jade. And we're looking forward to illuminating intersectionality season two coming from those ladies and Target. Uh, check it out. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. This is the friend zone. I'm going to Disney World October 3rd. So if you want to come on down, come on. Come down, on, come on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, at the Iconic. time of recording, you know what I'm saying? It was no other way we could bring this thing in today. OK, because if you have been that was for the day ones. OK, that's for the, the people that's been ones. here. Wow. That ain't new to this, but also are true to this. Um, <laughs> iconic video. Y'all know the story. If you don't, that's a funny clip from Vine that we found. Year We said Vine, so that puts a timeline on it, right? Okay. We found that. It was a little girl just speaking to the internet, out into the <laughs> to void. Her fans. To her to fans. To her fans. She's a child. She couldn't have been no more than, what, eight, seven Maybe right. even six. Probably. And she said, I'm going to Disney World October the 3rd. So if you want to come on down, come on down. <laughs> like <laughs> inviting the world to this trip because she was mimicking what she had seen YouTubers and other content creators doing. Saying oh, it was the God. cutest, funniest thing. We actually ended up finding her years later last Did. year, I believe it was. Yep. For an update, mm-hmm. she ain't been in no damn Disney World, you know, but she was <laughs> thankful for the up. love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, you know, every year on October 3rd, we'd say, come on down, come on down. You know what I'm saying? If That's you know, you know. That's right. <laughs> that but also, so you know, one more time for, for here, here's where we are with it now, though, because we have a we have a blind breaking news item. That's right. <laughs> now, y'all know they've been leaking everything. You've seen they leaked. 
uh, the footage from Kanye's documentary where he was saying disparaging things about Cardi B that. and others. You know, we've seen there's been a lot of leak. WikiLeaks. There's been a lot of leak. Nene leaks. There's been a lot of leaks lately. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But apparently, footage has leaked. That's right. That's right. And I'm glad you said it using the voice of God because guess what leaked? I know Latasha Scott had an album called Conversations with God, but a conversation uh, with God has actually leaked, y'all. God was interviewed and the footage just recently surfaced, okay? <laughs> what now? God was wait, interviewed. That's wait, right. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, Breaking news. Wait, wait, That's wait, right. Please. God could was you, interviewed. No. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. No. No. God no. was interviewed, okay? And Ariana was Where right. Vlad, that's, Vlad TV. That's right. <laughs> and it, it was that's this wrong. was it was a tell all. It was a tell all, y'all. And God yeah, is sick of y'all. God is sick of y'all praying for everything. Let's take a listen. What's my least favorite thing? Doing interviews Press. like this. <laughs> interviews exactly like this. <laughs> Why, what, what, what don't you like about them? What I don't like is that you read all the interviews and uh -huh. you done read 50 million interviews with the same thing in it and you ask me the same question that are in the books. So you already know. But I gotta answer the same question all over and over again. So, I hate that. So what's the what's the one question that nobody has asked you that you want them to ask? I don't want them to ask me anything. Ah. So don't ask me. Oh, okay. So you'd rather not do the interview at all? I'd rather not. <laughs> so, so God's wow. sick of y'all shit. He's sick Felt. of y'all praying for, for, for new used cars. He's sick of y'all motherfuckers praying for raggedy <laughs> niggas and trifling ass, baby, bitter ass baby mamas. He's sick of you praying for your trifling ass parents. He's sick of y'all, Lord, please don't let this be the people calling about that. He's sick of it. He's sick. She, she, okay? They. God is a being. God is sick of it. And God said, you asked me the same thing 50 million times. That's in the book. I hate that. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather not be asked. Quit praying about anything, y'all. Quit praying about nothing. <laughs> no, quit, you quit, praying, quit praying unless it's time to pray. Somebody dying, okay? If, 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 if it is above you now, okay? That's when you go to them. But as you can see, God is sick of it. And with that, exclusive. <laughs> friends on exclusive into God. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> With that exclusive. I want to welcome everyone to the friend zone. Your weekly look in all things mental health, mental heaven, and mental hygiene. Because who the hell wants to be asked the same question 50,000 times? I don't, Child. and God don't. <laughs> okay, as you can see, that was a clip for those who don't know of Mary J. Blige being interviewed years ago and, and letting the interviewer know that she was sick of the questions being repetitive and redundant. Very real. Okay. Relatable. And that was the last interview, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> and that was the first time we saw the the, the clouds and leaves move in unison because God nodded. I agree when Mary said that because God was sick of the same old, same old from y'all motherfuckers every time you put your hands together and bow your head. So, hey, friend. Wow. Hey, Sante. How you doing? I'm good, brothers. How are your it's weekends? No good. Going good. So good. Favorite question. So good. <laughs> it was so good. What happened, Asante? So Tell us about it. Yeah, was we it love so to good? hear that. It happened. Mm. How was your weekend? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been that good. Nothing to talk no, I about. don't remember. Uh, I was drinking and smoking, mm -hmm. and I hung out with people, and I randomly... Never mind. Uh, it was a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had fun. Shout out to everybody. I had fun. Oh. And, 
um, yeah, it was a good weekend. That's oh, always fun. Randomly, uh, not on the weekend, since I can talk about that. Last week, because I, I want to shout out StubHub for not being a scam. I've never used it. I'd used it this year, but I ain't used it. So, you know, I ain't really know how legit it was. You know, there's sites that are popular, yeah. but you still just be kind of like iffy yeah. on them. So, had a lot. I bought, you, you know, <laughs> and, and they had it. You know, I just ain't never, you know, verified. So, uh, since I had the concert earlier this year, I complained because she rescheduled. I ended up seeing her at MSG, but I still had my tickets for Philly for the rescheduled yeah. date. Um, before I, when I was seeing her the first time, I had bought one ticket, but then I bought two, so I ended up selling the one back. I got my money, which was crazy because I didn't know if I was still gonna get my money or not. So, thank you, thank you, please. <laughs> Culture applause, it was not for that. Um, I really just quickly want to shout out Susan because I was up and set when she rescheduled. <clears throat> But because I got to see her MSG and for this rescheduled date later on in Philly, I got to see how good, how well, how great the show was the second time around. So shout out to SZA for putting on a great show. Mm. Shout out to her for talking to the people of Philly after the show. Uh, Philly is going through, well, it is going through a lot. It was a lot yeah. going on yeah. uh, when mm-hmm. I was out there that day, as I told y'all last week. So um, yeah, I just want to shout out the SZA show last week because it was actually a really good show. SZA really did her thing and she performed a new song at the end of it it was really that dope. stage design yeah. was incredible I saw clips online from that Philly show that you went to mm-hmm. the night that Meatball got arrested uh, mm-hmm. but I, the, I the stage design free meat the stage design right. was incredible with her just hanging off the front of that boat it looked just like the fucking mm-hmm. album what it was I didn't beautiful. see that mm-hmm. yeah you know it, it was actually this it was well it was very I was gonna say it was the same it was the same but there were like subtle changes from the MSG show but it looked a little different to me, maybe because I was sitting a little bit closer. But it was like the same. They had to get I was new watching... tags on that boat. I'm sure the tags, the registration had expired. <laughs> so that's probably the oh new stickers be a different <laughs> Maybe. But one of my favorite parts of the show, since we're talking about the boat, <laughs> when she is riding the boat in the sky, it's when it's levitating. Uh-huh. I hate to spoil the show for anybody that it plans on seeing her. But if you still plan on seeing her, it's just this one part. So go see her. Is She's she still on tour? Uh, yeah, I think she still got some dates left because I think oh, for this okay. next leg that she put up some other dates or something. But um, she literally is riding this boat in in the sky, or levitating her, and the way that the lights look, it looks like the lights are the water, oh. and it's almost kind of like an aurora bully, borealis too. If you're looking at it, so it was just really, really fucking dope. Shout That's out to cool. everybody. I love that kind of shit because it wasn't just. Well, I don't even think she like did fire and shit because you know how some people just do fire and lights Power and keep techniques. It moving. Yeah, yeah, but her ass hot mic. You know she gave the choreo. <laughs> she had the body out. Yes, she Lord. even shows her ass when she says that line about her booty being fake. So shout out to SZA <laughs> for keeping it real and shout out to Philly for just being turned the fuck up. Seeing that audience, hearing them sing all the words. I always love being at shows where that's the kind of yeah, it makes it so better. That's why I say that. It Hell does. Yeah. It does. Philly is fun. one of those cities mm-hmm. too. Philly, DC. Oh, yeah. Philly one. is one of those. Didn't she say she's yes. doing a free show for them at the end of the She yeah. did. At, at the end of the show, she said she was going to do a free show. And mm. I don't know if I'm going to be out in Philly for that. So, because she ain't say when. So it's, it's just going to happen. But the people deserve it. So go, SZA. Good for her. I, I'm I like, like that. SZA. That's one of them That's voices. Right. I could listen to her sing all day. All day. I love day. SZA. All day. I knew the whole catalog. She was singing. Even, I was like, oh, I know this song, too. Because she was singing some of the songs. I didn't really know if I was going to know the words, too. But I was like, oh, I know this song, actually. Because, you know, some of the alternative songs, you know, I played it, you know, a couple oh, times. Yeah. But I still but I still got into it because it still reminded me of, you know, like 2000, you know, early 2000s, like some 41 type shit. Who just randomly came out with new music, but I wouldn't listen to it today because it don't hit like it did yet. But that's it. That was my weekend <laughs> weekend last week. How are your weeks and weekends? 
Francesca. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I'm was happy to be back home. Mm-hmm. Was very tired. <laughs> um, one thing I was so proud of myself. I cleaned the hell out of my house before I left. Walking hey. into that, so you came into what? a new yes. Let me you tell like a you, brand new person. It's like going to view the property like look- all over again for the first time. <laughs> like- it's nothing like looking out for future you. In that mm-hmm. way, because I was so tired the weekend before I left, but something told me coming home after two weeks to your house and your laundry and just everything being clean is going to be clutch. Just knock it out. Ooh, yes. I stayed up super late that Sunday cleaning, doing laundry, just everything, and then packed and left. And when I came back to that house mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. still had that fresh smell, my plants looked happy. Like, ooh, Walked in the door that just heard made that my song. weekend. Make me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so that you Why open the door. Said, make me sweat. <laughs> heard heard right. the door chime. Ding ding. Make sweater. me sweat. <laughs> make me a sweater. Yeah. That little dance. <laughs> oh, y'all know to be like that. <laughs> the video, right? That's how I picture myself doing a little. Shout out to my boy CJ. CJ House, crazy ass. CJ, Go you ahead. are. Hilarious, but anyways, yeah. so yes, yeah, that alone made my weekend wow, because I was that's able good. to chill and not have to like come home to then clean and Mm-mm. do a bunch of chores. But it was good. What about you, Dustin? What'd you get into? I had a great weekend. Um, I was busy with work all weekend, and I actually rest in peace to my friend Simon who passed away. Um, we actually had his um, well, not we because I wasn't involved in the planning, but his uh, homegoing service was here. Um, in the West oh, Village no, on sorry. Sunday. Yep, it was it was a um, mm. a sad occasion, but lots and lots of love in the in the building for him. Um, so That's many people got up and gave remarks, and um, you know it was more upbeat. Um, and his family was definitely there in droves of support. So that was good. It was good to see that. Mm. Um, I was able to grab dinner with my friend Neff. You all know, um, and yes. you know a couple other people. And I had my first Karen moment, y'all, at Ocean Prime. Oh, what? There's, there's, there's video footage actually of this <gasps> that I didn't even know existed, which I should have known because of the story. So real quick, we're sitting at the yeah. table at Ocean Prime. It's a round table, a circular table. My friend Neff is next to me. Her mother is next to her. Uh, my friend Brian and his partner are on the other side of the circle. There's a white lady, older white lady, um, short haircut and all, sitting at the table next to us because the tables are round and their table was square. Her husband was on one side of my shoulder and she was on this side in my light of line of sight, right? So Neff, mind you, we're all just leaving. Neff was very close to our friend Simon that passed away, right? So as we're there at the table, we were all also very close to Frank. You know what I mean? So this is a, another this death. There's a lot going on. So it, it, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it matters to, to take pictures and videos and shit now. You know what I'm seeing More than yeah. it did before. So we're at the mm-hmm. restaurant. Neff, Neff starts taking a video at the table as our food comes or whatever. Her flash is on her video, on her camera phone. Not interrupted. It's not like we're in a club, you know what I'm saying, or at a, a movie theater or whatever. We're saying what we say. I look over to my to my left, and this old lady has her hand up with spots on it. Has her hand up like this, right? <laughs> and I had already previously in our time sitting there at the table, I had looked at her and bucked my eyes when I caught her staring at me. You know what I'm saying? To non-verbally communicate to her to turn mm-hmm. her ass around. So at this point, when I turned around, um, I seen her doing like this with her hand, and I was like, "Put your hand down. This has nothing to do with you." turn around 
or whatever. And then you hear the thing cutting off and she turned her ass around and they actually ended up leaving. <laughs> I think she got a little scared, but I didn't realize I that Neff, I was like three down Julio's <laughs> in. Up. I didn't realize that Neff, you know what I'm saying, was recording this on video. So I, and you can't even see me, but you can hear me. You, just you hear me saying it. I'm going to send you guys the video. Kia, shout out to Dr. Please. Takia Robinson. Kia uh, hit me up last night at like 1130. Like, I just want you to know that we are the same person because the minute I noticed her and I seen that video on your friend's page, so it's oh, making Neff the round. Neff posted it. Neff posted it. Neff posted it and Kia saw it. <laughs> Kia hit me last night. We had a good laugh. So I'm going to send this video. I'm going to share this video with y'all. I know. But yes, my first camera moment. So that's a little bit about how my weekend went. Well, I'm Karen Huger. I'm with you. Like, you know the shit. Because <laughs> you can literally see I'm this. screaming. It is just, Damn. yeah. So that's a little bit about my weekend. My first Karen moment. And you know, the only thing is, I really would have What was it stomped, about this weekend? I really would have, like, verbally mud stomped her ass, like, with exp- the most explicit words you can think of. Because they're yeah. on deck, you know, but my nest mother was sitting right next to her. Uh, she was wanna... one person over from me. <laughs> y'all know how I am. I don't, y'all know, I don't be cussing around. Mm-hmm. If they listen to the show, I apologize for it, but I don't believe in showing your ass like that in front of people's parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially. But baby, I would have, when I tell you, I would have opened her mind to a whole new world. I would have been Peebo Bryson that day. A whole new world. Oh my God. I would have opened her eyes. (laughs) Don't you dare close your eyes. (laughs) But but I I, I, I kept it, you know, concise. I'm going to send a video to our group chat now just so y'all can have it. No, I was saying, is it was this something in the air? Because the same, my partner had his first Karen experience too at the hotel at a hotel he was staying at this weekend. Are you kidding he me? He went, he went downstairs. He had his own breakfast because he was like, you know, the continental breakfast be shitty half the time. Yeah. So he's just mm-hmm. like brought his own, but went downstairs to use the microwave. And so the white lady was like, breakfast isn't open. Like, you're not allowed in here. He was like, I'm not eating the breakfast. Like, you clearly see in my hand that this is my own breakfast. She was like, yeah, but if you if I let you use the microwave, then other people are going to see you and think that they can do that. And he was like, so what's the point of having the microwave down here and like, telling what? us that we can use it? And he was like, but he said he left it alone, went back to his room, comes back the next morning to do the same thing because he's like, fuck you. Um, she comes up to him again. This time she's like, oh, why are you filling up the water? Mind you, another Latin uh. lady had helped him fill up the water. So he just looks at her. He's like, I don't have it today. He goes back upstairs. Next morning he comes back. He says she comes up to him and he told her, if you don't get the fuck That's out right. of my motherfucking face. That's right. That's <laughs> right. He says she looked so startled. Like, she was so shocked that he would talk to her like that. And she skedaddled. And you know what she does? She runs to the black concierge. <laughs> like, okay. like you fix this. It's a nigger. I cannot believe. <laughs> what city was he in? Do you mind saying or no? Um, In LA. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Damn, man. Is that not insane? Damn. Uh, and then he said the black guy comes up to him like, come on, man. And he's like, don't come on, man, me, first of all, yeah, without talking to him, me man. about what happened. Like, he didn't even ask him. He just immediately was like, come on, man. Like, already oh, calling next. him in the wrong way. <laughs> so you better go run an errand, concierge. 
Cause, because this ain't what you want to do over here. Oh, I'm about to give you 10. You and about to go down the list. Wilma Flintstone can get the fuck on. You he tried to saying? tell him, like, you know how it is. Like, you, you got to no, be don't. these. You know how it is. Like, no, brother. You, you don't even, even know what you're talking me. about. You don't even ask me what happened. <laughs> That's the part that was making him so angry. But he was like, the yeah. next morning when he came down, <laughs> he said she saw him. She just ate shit. <laughs> That's good. Good. And he was like, Finally, that was my whole point. Yeah. Get it, the it fuck out of my motherfucking face. And That's he wasn't it. No even one's trying bothering. To take it I'm not there. eating your breakfast. Nope. I'm not drinking your water. Everything he was doing was his own shit. And so that's like, why he was like, what's the point of staying in a damn hotel if I'm going to be harassed every damn day? And since <laughs> when can't you use the microwave? Like, that's the whole point. Like, that's what it's for. Like, that's what I would have told her on day one. Like, this is what it's for, to heat the food up, not whatever you're talking uh, and about And is this there. bitch on seven? What is she, a doctor? You doing 36-hour shits? Why is this bitch always at the front always desk when I come there. down set? Right. Get the fuck out <laughs> of here. Do you work here? God damn. That's the part that I'm like, ooh, I hate that. They're always... The, the police of the universe. They're always the that's why you overseers. Gotta, like, man. that shit is so irksome. That's why like, you gotta out carrying them first. And I love doing that shit. Cause I'd have been like, I'm, I'm calling the manager cause I don't have I to take that this. motherfucking lady dead <laughs> in her face. And I was like, put your hand down. I said, this yeah. don't have nothing to do with you. I said, and no, she wait, was looking wait, at me. What? I was like, and turn around. And that's what, it, you can hear me, but the video that's cuts off. Saying, turn around. And it, it was so, na- it was so natural. Like, it, I wasn't even thinking, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like even, this. oh, you watching the video today? That's hilarious. But I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> no, she did it. We'll have Ty put it in for uh, Patreon. We will for but, Patreon. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my story. I don't even want to spend too much time on her. A Karen, a Karen weekend. Sante is laughing. He's down. Neff sent me the video after we left the restaurant and was like, Karen, with an exclamation point. I was like, Neff, you got this? (laughs) Why she looking like that? You know there's a game in Target called Karen? Have y'all seen it? It's about this kind of stuff? I don't know. I was walking around the aisles buying some toys and hold on because I took a picture of it because I was like, you sounded so childlike when you asked that. (laughs) It's about this kind of stuff. I, I mean, I'm innocent. You know what I'm I was trying to find it. I don't know. Did I delete it? I may have deleted it. No, but friend, it. it's Dustin. When he first told a story, he said, "Put spots on her hand." How do you think I felt knowing me when I turned around and oh. seen that lady with her hand up? I, it was just oh, the God. first thing in my head was like, the "Put dramatics. your hand down." <laughs> this has nothing to do with you, and turn around. She turned her ass There's around and got the There's a game called on. Karen. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. I must have deleted it because I took a picture of it. And I was like, what is this? And I meant to re- like remember to look mm-hmm. it up. But I have no idea what it really? is. Really? Karen is the name of the game, huh? I guess it's it is. It's called Karen and there's like a grumpy sketch. Yes. See, the game a grumpy of one-star reviews. <laughs> this is brilliant, actually. <laughs> this is brilliant. Asante just looked it up and showed the cover. Look, look. But... And it... <laughs> really, Karen? <gasps> Wow. <laughs> I told you this is at Target, literally in the toy Damn. aisle next to the Transformers and, and shit. I was like, what? And I was not one of those people. I didn't I wasn't waiting on my turn. I'm still not waiting on my turn. I don't want to live a life where I have to check racist assholes. You know what I'm saying? No, but so sometimes I, I wasn't it comes even bringing to you. that energy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. I was having a great time. Actually, we I was usually tipsy. are. Yeah. I think yep, that's, that's the part that bothers them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> So any damn way, that's my weekend. That's the weekend recap. 
The weekend <laughs> well, update, let's, let's, like SNL, they need to hire me, actually. But let's that's another clean thing. our palette with a black business yes. of the week. Yes. Who should we highlight this week, Asante? You said you got someone for us. Well, friend, this one is sure to really highlight your uh, cleanser palette because it is a water bottle, black owned business. Uh, the name of this business is Supplement. It's S U P. L-M-N-T. Mm-hmm. Now, these water bottles aren't just your run-of-the-mill bottles. They are thick stainless steel and double-wall vacuum insulation uh, tumblers. And they this. keep your drinks <laughs> cold for 24 hours and hot for 12 hours. So they're mm-hmm. the really fancy tumblers. You know, hold on. Let me actually put oh, up my phone. Oh, they're cute, too. Oh, yes. You know I love a tumbler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know you do. I know you do. There's a, there's a part. There's a section in... um. Man, what's... what's is it the Little Mermaid? And I think uh, Sebastian, he's like, I know you do. That does sound anyway, brilliant. She needs a sippy cup. Uh, well, this is a fancy <laughs> sippy mermaid. cup right here. Cute, y'all. I want one. So look, that's that's one of the... You see oh, how yeah, I love that. Sleek that looks mm-hmm. like. I like the green one. And then they have the ones with like, the, little, that, the clip on the that side. finish. Yeah, so this was sent in to me by a friend. So he is staying hydrated and he wants all of you to stay hydrated as well. And again, this company is black owned and they've got a ton of really cool colors. Like I I just showed a couple, but you should go to the website because they these are really, really stylish. They do the tumblers that are like the little cups and then they also have the water bottles. So you can get a little bit like the old school thermos. Remember back in the day you had the the handle mug for the cap and then it was. Yeah, I love that. Make me feel like old school, the nostalgia vibes. (laughs) That's the tumbler right there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cute. So go check Your it out again. Soup in them when you <laughs> on winter days. Oh. In your life. <laughs> and when you had camp, the, the, yeah, so that, that, that particular that was the brand. You remember you that tweet that you said? Thermos. Oh yeah, about Pillsbury. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The actual thermos, thermos brand. brand. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yes, that was one when you said this to this. But day. yes, but now we got supplement. We have other options. We have supplement. Yes. Now, now look. Now we have options. That's right. So get, go out and get your supplement again. That's s u p l m n t dot com, <clears throat> or they are also on Instagram, and that Instagram page is at at supplement s u p l m n t. Well, look at that! Congratulations, and that's it for the black business. Yes, that's congrats. Dope. I'm legit gonna buy one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To add to my yeah, you see how many there's so many different ones I couldn't you know They're I got AD so I was looking through because there's like the red ones the black one this really cool blue color then it's like this the really green. cool red color yeah, yeah like and then it's like a khaki color then a polished gold like there's all sorts of Ooh, colors like and they all tooth. look really really nice <laughs> <laughs> actually that's cute I see I'm vision. definitely getting one thank you for putting us on yeah no problem thank you to the people for putting us on so, so let's support and send us yes, pictures. Yeah, let's absolutely. jump in. Actually, I'm definitely going to Back buy to you, friend. <laughs> let's jump into last week's episode, the recap segment. We had an episode titled Selling Sunsets. Thank you, Dustin Ross. <laughs> it was a shoot the shit episode. That means no hot button, no segments, just whenever wanted to come up. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Well, I would like a lot of you had things to say, but I just want to go ahead and get this out the way now. So we don't got to keep the show going later. Uh, Ashley Crisp in the Patreon gated community street says, I love the morning show and I was so happy to see Nicole Bahari on this new season. And she is killing it as usual. Mm -hmm. Ashley, I have just because we were talking about the morning show last week and I told you I want to start it. I actually started it. I'm only (gasps) two episodes into this new season. 
But those first two seasons were fucking crazy. Good, right? <laughs> I didn't realize how much I was missing. Like, I told that, you that show is like, good. First of all, everybody is is doing a great job as far as like the acting. Steve Carell was really like showing up. Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Aniston did the thing, but but the, the girl uh, that played the assistant Hannah, or not the assistant, the booking agent. Uh, I can't. Her real name is like uh, Gugu uh, something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that girl right there, that was some shit because of how she played her role. Acting was, I loved it. I love, I love the show. So I can't wait to get into Nicole this uh, this season. The wig is taking me out already. I've jumped, but that's how this show is a little <laughs> bit. So, and not in a bad way. It's just like because it's morning show stuff. So I'm like, of course, this is the style that they chose for her and her personality and all I'm that. I'm gonna so watch it. It's a really I just started came on to it, Dustin. Early. You would, <laughs> you know. When what? I seen the morning show, I was like, I'm not getting up for that. <laughs> so I didn't know, but now that I know Did it's on demand. Yeah, I'm not getting up. I, I think you would enjoy the morning show, Dustin. You no, would I definitely that thing, like, like it. Beyonce, alien superstar in a concert, oh and I wrap that thing around her and put her in the bed. That's how I was after I seen the ads. I ain't getting up for that shit. But go I ahead. Can't. Oh, and it was it was nice seeing Steve Carell in a different um, role too, because mm-hmm. he tends to be the jokester, you know. Mm-hmm. And this yes. was very not that. It was, it it was, was full very, out drama and look, see that he no, had the, the range. Copy it, it off Monique. No, nah, but he didn't even like. <laughs> <laughs> but this was. She can't have. This is the shit she was talking about. He gave it. Amy Schumer got $20 million. Steve Carell get to do something no. different after I did it. That's what she was talking about. I mean, Steve Carell was doing the office with like the love. <laughs> He did I mean, Parkers, such a good job on this. Did, yo, for, I'm telling I'm you, Steve Carell, a mm-hmm. roller coaster of acting because, like, to I don't even want to like get that, into the characters. Like, oh. Them characters, <laughs> just the, the characters and they, like the shit that they was going through, their stories, like individually and how they affected each other, I thought was super, super dope. I love yeah. the Apple TV content, how they do their. Oh, they're killing just it. Their, all of their shows. They're all of their fucking right shows. What, yeah. I, what I would do to be on any one of those shows to get me an Apple TV check. If I could give me an Apple TV check, a Netflix check, and a Hulu, a Peacock, whatever check too. That would be so fucking crazy. I'd be like, damn, I have really like done some shit with my life. Like, this is insane. But yes, I love that show right now. And I'm glad that I watched. So shout out so to you, Ashley, for bringing that up in the comments. Brand, what did you find out there in those streets? So I, too, was in the gated community. And Keen H said, Fran, I, too, am tired of the Bartiz haircut <laughs> on Love is Blind. <laughs> I was going to read that, but I knew you was going to read it. <laughs> you knew I was going to pick it. <laughs> if you want some quality waves and do rag content, then check out Love Island. Keen, you are wrong because... <laughs> That's why I didn't choose it because I was like, I don't know if this is... Like, I, the I first don't watch time Love I've Island, seen so. Love Island, every black dude had that same haircut. It's just that <laughs> in this last season, Leo, the Dominican dude, somebody was in there braiding because they braided mm-hmm. his hair. So even though I hate that hairstyle too that guys are doing where it's just the braid part up top, I'm over that. But I prefer that than the mushroom. So yeah, same. Can. I hate that dumbass <laughs> mushroom shit. You look ugly. I just don't get the vision. I just don't get the vision. It's not flattering. Um, it's not sim- it's not symmetrical. You know what That's I mean? That's what it is. Yeah. You look like broccoli. Broccolini <laughs> if you're gay. <laughs> no, that's not what that means. <laughs> At least, no. See, give you blacks too many prides, and this is what happens. And bok choy if you're a lesbian. <laughs> 
Dustin. I'm in a community. I can say it. Damn it. I can say it. I'm in a community. This ain't no spice in there. I really want to title this episode Broccolini if you're gay, but (laughs) (laughs) you put a pin in that. That's good, ain't it? (laughs) Look, Broccolini if working title. No. (laughs) Any damn. No, but there's an American. This is American Love Island, right? Love well, yes. The one well, city island. have the international ones had the same haircut? I think so. I feel like that's just a reality <laughs> TV haircut. No, it's a standard. Like, like yeah. that's what the casting be looking for. Mm. Right? Is it that they <laughs> Look, find it, it edgy? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if the if the NAACP was to do a research study on the types of blacks casted <laughs> for certain things, they would find that is one of the haircuts that is usually casted. I picked. really believe that's what's going on because wow. it cannot okay. be that coincidental. But anyway, Dustin Ross, what you find on the Twitter streets? Um, shout out to, we're going to keep it short and simple this week. It's a lot of stuff I could talk about, um, but I just want to highlight two tweets. The first one, and they serious, so fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Not y'all, of course. And not <laughs> people like, listening, but you know, fuck all that, because we're serious now. So you got to have that attitude. Fuck y'all. I'm going to talk about something serious. <laughs> so the first one is a quote of a tweet that says, Bobby, and y'all know who I'm talking about, the um, white girl that's doing every all the black interviews. Oh, it said, yeah. Bobby looks like she's enjoying the Drake concert, and it's a video clip of her um, being standoffish at a Drake concert downstairs in the VIP. And uh, at the Pet Shop Boy, the underscore Pet Shop Boy, um, he says, people seem to think this girl is so funny, but I'm seriously questioning why all her humor involves her disassociating around black folks in primarily black mm-hmm. spaces. And that's a QT in MFA. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we want to know why. What, what, what's so damn, what you so mad about? Why the fuck are you over here? Y'all know how I feel about these white comedians co-opting black culture and black spaces. I hate it. So I'm not on board for her. Throw her in the pile with Landon, um, Roman, whatever oh, his name Lord. is, all turning his <laughs> knees inside out and acting like he has a child named Laquavius and he's on the phone with a man named LaDante that's not showing up and doing what he needs to do. That's That shit ain't funny. What the fuck is you trying to say? You know what I'm saying? So I hate all of that. I put her in that same uh, pile of waste and refuse. So I just want y'all to know that. Um, now, the last one that I'm going to Highlight is from the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. You should follow her account as we navigate the trial against Donald Trump and the Trump Organization. So her Twitter handle is New York State AG. That's New York State AG. You can get firsthand account information as we go through these trial proceedings against Donald Trump and the Trump Organization. If you have been paying attention, they found him um, in in, um, they found him fraudulent over many, many years of inflating the value of his properties and assets, even if he had them wow. at all. All So many people are falling and getting um, swept up in this mess. So it's something that we need to be paying attention to, especially as we approach an election year. So make sure you guys are following New York State AG. That's New York Attorney General Letitia James, um, who says that it's her responsibility, her duty and her job to enforce the law, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, which that was the shady part, because, again, this trial is about him fraudulently inflating the wealth, the worth and value of his assets. So she says, that's no matter crazy. how much powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, you may have, no one is above the law and justice will prevail. So follow that account for the truth about this Trump um, civil fraud 
trial as it goes down. And that's it for me this week. I'll make your asses laugh later, but you got to know what the <laughs> fuck going on around you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we had to do that right then. But thank you, Dustin, actually, for that, because I don't keep up with politics, yeah. admittedly. So listening to you when you bring it up and then especially Antoinette, I yeah. always mention her she has a politics as usual as she calls it segment on around the way curls yep. where she makes politics so palatable and she breaks it down in a way that everyone can understand shout out and to that's Antoinette. actually interesting yeah and so, shanti, and shanti. Yes. shout out to y'all doing the work but with that being said this is the friend zone if you travel you know how to really go off the grid like no cell service in your room off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. This segment is brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. And of course, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality, featuring Chef Jade, Dr. Takia, and Fran. It is the 400th episode of the Friend Zone, my brothers. Damn. Did y'all know that? Wow. Claps to Damn. us. 400 episodes of the Friend Zone. That's. That's amazing. I don't know that I've done 400 of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like well, 400 times. Well. <laughs> oh, I've definitely. <laughs> I mean, you know, some things. It. You know what? <laughs> That's a, 400 is a huge number, though. It makes you think about when, like, the, the country celebrates something, you know, Americana. It'd be like 400 right, years. You know? 400 years. Yeah, it's our, it's our uh, quadcentennial. <laughs> To you. I'm proud of us. That's an amazing feat. Shout out to us. That's yeah. a lot of hours yes. of work. Yes, it is. A lot of weeks, yes. a lot of years, a lot of months, a lot of episodes. While life was so, going on, you know what I'm saying? Okay, all the things you've experienced in those 400 episodes. All the things. Known and unknown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to we us for staying consistent. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> but with that you... being spooky season. Yes. We um, created a tradition, I think last year, maybe the year before, where we were going to use this month to really dig into like our creepy conversations yeah. and our more left of center and our true crime episodes. Now, our true crime episodes have been legendary. Top tier. Top tier. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we did the um, Natalia Grace episode this year, what, like four? I don't even know how many years ago, five years ago. Yeah. But it was this week, five years ago, which is trippy that we had started that without even knowing. Mm -hmm. I remember us being at Engine Room Studios. Do you remember that? Shout out to Engine Room. Shout out to everybody that worked there. Shout out to Engine Room. You know, I loved going to the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I used to have like dates come up to the studio. (laughs) 
Yep. Y'all remember that? And be all like, this is where you were. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm missing that component, that resource. Damn. Okay. Someone actually sent me a message saying that they've been listening since like the beginning of our show. Uh-huh. And, and they what, were like, we you can tell the difference. <laughs> no, they can tell the difference when we stopped recording at the studio. They just said that our banter felt like we were in the same room and they wished that we could like record in the same room again. I'm like, well, me too. And yeah, thanks for but... hurting our feelings by making us think about it. You know what I'm saying? You think we don't fucking want to be in yeah. <laughs> And then after that, we decided, you know what? I actually don't have to stay in New York right. either since we ain't at the studio. Did we decide Yes. That? Yes, we did. Because we got to have her back. <laughs> so yes, we did. But we know what really happened. Uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> family secret <laughs> because family matters okay. <laughs> Jaleel I'm sorry remember <laughs> oh we we didn't even do the comments from last week's episode or the, uh, the, that, the week before because that's when you brought that up right oh that's right the from your episode because that, that was in the comments that well, I, that's someone the comment brought up then. Jaleel <laughs> <laughs> tell us what happened to Tay no because somebody uh, th- no because uh, damn now I gotta I have it yeah, up. Yeah, look for I ha- it. I have you it up. Search your I promise. Search your uh, so somebody said, and so this is alleged because I don't actually know what happened, right? Uh, somebody said, I also want, I want uh, so Crystal said, I said somebody, Crystal said in the, the Patreon streets, um, I also want to know what happened between the original Harry and Steve. I do recall there was a second Harry. Mm-hmm, yes. No, that wasn't the comment. That wasn't the comment I was going to read because I did think that was Harriet. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there was a second period. Okay, was so that? it was t- the la- the end of the series. Oh, uh, I don't think I was watching anymore. Uh, right. I, f- I fell off way before then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. So that was, I was like, damn, that's crazy because I knew it happened because they also mentioned uh, Fresh Prince and I was like, I knew that happened, but that wasn't the one I meant yeah, to read. Yeah, that one I Shout remember. out to Crystal. She left a, lo- a larger comment, but that wasn't the one I meant to read. Tanika Wilson said, here's the alleged tea about Family Matters. <laughs> Family Matters was a spinoff from Perfect uh, Perfect Strangers. That ain't alleged. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That is true. Joe Marie played the elevator operator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joe Marie did a- oh, allege. This is the part where it gets alleged. Joe Marie did not like Jaleel and how the writers turned the focus on him and not her. Mm-hmm. So mm. apparently that might have stemmed from some. So of that's that. why she was uh, saying, talking uh, about uh, she hope he don't take nothing with him. She ain't taking nothing with her. No wonder she was trying to extend an olive a olive garden branch because she black. That was just an olive branch, an olive garden branch. No wonder she was doing that then. Okay, so you was giving what him an hell. interesting spinoff from the elevator operator on Perfect Strangers created Family Matters. Yeah, because I didn't I, I didn't know that. about that. Fascinating. I, yeah, I didn't know about that until uh, a tweet or a TikTok like earlier this year where somebody showed the clip of Perfect Strangers and her in the elevator, and I was like, damn. Harriet must have been really giving it to him in that okay. elevator to make a whole spinoff. A moment. But, like, <laughs> but I couldn't remember off the top of my head, which is terrible. Like if I, because I did know Harriet and Carl would always, you know, have standoffs, but I just couldn't remember how legendary they were to me at this Ooh. point in time. Like versus when the, they were, they like, were I remember, two of the best television parents, sitcom parents of all time. Well, parents, yeah. yes, but I mean, as far as like when, when, because I always remember Harriet having the stern mm-hmm. voice. Like or her getting there and having that look on her face, or Carl would do it too. But I was always enthralled with Harriet and um, Rachel, their uh, relationship. The sisters, the sister. mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Telma Hopkins, yeah. a television legend, literally yeah. legend. Telma Hopkins, she sings, she acts, she does all that, and she. I love it when they would sing on this show. 
Family Matters mm-hmm. was good and it was stacked. It was good. It was. Rosetta Lenore, um, um, uh, Joe Marie Payton, who played Harriet. You know what I'm saying? Reginald Vale Johnson, who played Carl. These are, the these dad, are, yeah. they have acted for years. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I really thought I that. I love the grandma. Oh, yes. Rosetta Lenore. <laughs> she uh, was my favorite. Mother, Mother Winslow. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace <laughs> to her. Um, she was one of my favorites too because she was hilarious and she was always so actually with the shit. Her, and her face, like I can picture it. So calm. <laughs> her glasses. I thought that Kelly Shanine Williams, who played Laura, I really mm-hmm. thought that mm-hmm. she was going to have a career post. Yeah. on the show. I really did. Yeah. She was pretty. I she was going to be that star too. Um, and I really thought, I love when she had that short hair and really was like, you know, leaning into oh, her look. And she, I was like, she's going to continue, you know, to work and shit. And I really hope Maybe that even now. Want to. That's what I'm thinking. Because she, she. Sometimes you be in the industry that long, you really see what it is. You're like, I'm cool. She was in Ride. Y'all remember the movie Ride? <laughs> hey, I remember she was like, you don't know niggas what? You that's what she said to that girl. <laughs> so you probably got to beep that out. Uh, Ty. remember. <laughs> Look. <laughs> but yes. Um, anyways. So I just thought she would have worked, you know, more after that. I don't know. She needs to get with Tyler Perry. She'd be a perfect candidate for Tyler to, you know, pick up and put on As right now. Lead. Yeah. I don't know. She needs to put her storyline with what Keisha Knight. He did it for Ke- Rudy. Keisha Nipolium, you know what I'm saying? She's still working. She does and shit. the after show for um, Married at First Sight. See? It's just so random, but I watched it. It is very <laughs> random. I was waiting. I thought you about to say a tie in or something, but I was like, oh, no, okay. yeah, she does the after show. She interviews the the people that ask them what they doing. Mama's working. I ain't mad at it. At Good for all. her. She working. And it's cool to see her because mm-hmm. it's like, dang, she's been in this energy for a long time. Well, that's right. Ask some questions, gal. But anyway. Because <laughs> what Let's is it, jump- friend? Preguntas on the motherfucking piso for them fools on Married at First Sight. Because why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't wait to TV why land. I cannot wait Ooh, till baby. TV land. But anyway, let's jump into the episode so we can get it going. Yes. So I could not find a case that I felt was legendary enough, which God forgive me for talking about true crime like this, because that is horrid. So you couldn't find something heinous you enough for your life. They like how did dark it. and twisted. <laughs> you ain't got to <laughs> like, feel bad. They did it. <laughs> nothing evil enough for you. Yeah, like it didn't have enough twists and turns. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> God knows my shadow side. My life's trauma wasn't juicy enough for you. <laughs> right? We don't know these parts of ourselves and why they exist, but I okay. could not find a story hit. that I felt was up there. They wasn't hitting with- no shit. You know Nothing what I'm saying? You. So I was like, what can I do instead? So I figured we would pivot to a conversation that goes into spooky, left of center, paranormal, <gasps> all of it. Your favorite, Dustin Ross. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to start off by asking you guys your thoughts on reincarnation. Is it something that you and let me just explain what reincarnation is for people that might be unfamiliar it's the rebirth of a soul and a new body right i'm curious if you guys believed in it as a kid were you part of religious families that were like hell no or religious families that were like yes we believe in this mm-hmm. this is part of our culture was it something that they didn't believe in and you did like what is your experience with reincarnation. Let's go in alphabetical order. 
All right, well, since we start with me, we can start with my foolishness. The reason that I started laughing, Fran, is because... I need to know. You started when you... You told us about this, but just now I started thinking about that damn show on Netflix we used to watch. The, the OA. OA. Oh, they ruined <laughs> my life so when they came I started laughing because I was like, oh, that's what, this, this is what we're doing. Imagine Dustin watching <laughs> No, I cannot. Well, I seen OA at the restaurant the other night. An old ass woman. That's, I want to hear Dustin why, why he's watching him do that dance, especially when he would have been do, howling. Like especially howling. when the, te- the teacher's doing it, it with him. Some, like I'm like, was it like some? It's was it like midsummer? No, no. Oh. This is a, this is more. No, they was no. dancing Petty. in that. <laughs> no, M- no. Miss Omar was some shit. Thankfully, <laughs> this that. Max and Maya cleared all that shit up for me <laughs> in their wonderful video about Midsummer. So log, log on to Max and Maya Living on YouTube. And okay. Tell them we sent you. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Pun intended. There you go. I half watched that movie. I checked out. I was on a date. So I was like, all right, well. Very dark. Too dark. Too dark. Too dark. Now I, I remember like, I when really Maya said right she was now. celebrating. I was like, have you seen the movie? She was like, Fran, stop. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've seen it. That's not what it is. Just asking. I'm concerned. I was. I'm a friend. Look, I'm you know, far. I, the black dude to me, that was shitty. So I was just I was friend, like, she you did are some shit. Crazy. I get out of here. <laughs> You're alone, um, white people. I should ask these things. Like what? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Uh, reincarnate. So my family was is religious, but not heavily religious. Okay. So you know, we. Well. I feel like my mom would take us to church just to be like, I got to take these kids to church. It wasn't really like you know, like all right, well, you know, I mean, she loves the Lord, but it wasn't really like I, I got to go to church every Sunday because. Really, she got to go to work. So if she was off on a Sunday, some some days it would be like, all right, well, let's go to church. So mm. reincarnation wasn't really a discussion in my house per se. Like I feel like, um, I feel like we talked a lot of. My mom is weird too. I hate to say that because she ain't weird, but my mom watched a lot of, uh, of like stuff. So it's like she wasn't worried about me not watching stuff or being exposed to her. Like my mom is a a regular. I hate to say this to other our Christians. <laughs> My mom is a regular person. Oh. That's what it sounds so bad. Cause she, cause I know what you mean. She's more like open. Mean. Yeah. Like she's yeah, more she, open. She's not bothered by a lot of like things. Like she knows she go, she knows she she's doing good in the world. She's raising her kids good. She going to heaven. You know, we going to heaven. So like it doesn't uh, sway her. A, a lot of things don't sway her. So <laughs> when we talked about reincarnation, I feel too. like. Okay. <laughs> I wanna go to heaven. Um <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna listen to that. I don't know. I'm gonna be bumping that Mary Mary on the way upstairs. <laughs> I can't okay, look, I'm, I'm, like, hey, I'm gonna have my beats hey. I'm gonna have my beats peel as we go because I think we gotta take the steps. You gotta prove your worth. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have my what? beats peel going look, up the steps. I, I'm gonna dance right on up. Okay, look. And listen, I'll dance Pound right Town, on the up. clean version though. You know what I'm saying? Clean <laughs> Cause I'm really out of town for the thug with my round. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not gonna. You mean <laughs> that takes me out when it comes on the radio and that's all it says. It's like you Ooh, mean. I'm like, oh, they anyway. need to hire y'all for SNL. These need to be skits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. So looking at each other like that Issa meme when they was in the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be smiling at y'all so hard on the way to heaven. <laughs> I can you believe this? This ass. It's like Kamala. We did it, Joe. We did it. Oh, I needed them headphones with the cord. (laughs) 
Hey, wait till I get cool with the nigga that's running the lightning. <laughs> Baby, when I get cool with oh, whoever in charge of the lightning. That. We should name this episode. We, we did, did it, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you hear me? What did he say? Wait till I get cool. Wait till, wait till I get cool with the nigga that's in charge of lightning and shit. Wait, you motherfuckers can't. Count your days, bitch. Anybody ever did me wrong? Wait till, wait till I get plugged oh with the nigga in charge of lightning. Once I get to heaven, oh, it's on. Y'all know who I'm Dustin zapping just first. Just gonna be firing asses. Cause you should have played with me like that. In the ass too. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna let him let me aim the the, the, the gun. You know. What I need to stay on your good side. Let me aim the laser right in the crack of your ass. That's where the lightning goes uh, straight. Ooh. Oh my God! Anyway, God, go yeah. ahead. I forgot, I forgot the other parts of the question. No, I was asking growing up, like, what was your family's and you's idea of reincarnation? <clears throat> yeah. So as far as my like personal conceptual idea, because as far as family, you know, black family, did they talk, really about, talk it? about? I was going to say, did they even bring it up? Not even really open. Didn't really talk about feelings. As I think about like death that occurred at a younger age, even you know, it's like. I feel like everybody already knew what was up, but it wasn't like I was ever sat down and talked to about a lot of things, if that makes yeah. sense. Right. Um, so like, it's like, you know, you skip grades. It's like, all right, you already know some shit. But then somebody's like, oh, what, what kind of algebra is that? And somebody feel like they know something because they know that algebra. But that algebra ain't useful in the world. No damn way. So bitch, fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, super random. So sorry. Don't know why that happened. Uh, yeah. And so as far as reincarnation being discussed, it wasn't super discussed. So I, I think I got a lot of my ideas just from, uh, growing up and seeing things mm. and I just knew there was an end and as far as pondering what was on the other side of that end I was always just of the belief of heaven for a very long time and then when the concepts of it being introduced that you can actually be reincarnated into you know another animal or spirit or being or something like that then it kind of got in my head a little bit how it was weird it's like wait a minute you mean I can come back as like an animal like but like, what if I come back as a dog and I'm a house dog? I'd be like, so fucking no pissed. Dog. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even get to I be a person. Out, like, and then if I can't choose, like, what if I come back as a damn flea or a fly? Like, I just, like, what? Like, oh, and this is so off topic. A wasp or bee-like thing got into my house. Ooh, wasps are so moody and aggressive for no reason. <laughs> Let me. The other day I tweeted, I'm, I, I've realized that I'm not equipped to live by myself because <laughs> this, I had, you know... I, damn like a person not of color i left my window open too long mm. and that's how i got in and i ain't realized until like 7 8 p.m so it's not gonna be light enough for the bitch to fly back outside <laughs> so at this point you know i'm halfway through a blunt <clears throat> and i'm watching love is blind so i'm like well i'm not standing here with this bitch so <laughs> let me go to the store right quick i come back into the store because i smoked i forgot that the fly was in there do you know, before I continue, one of my worst fears, like ever since I was a child is, and it didn't happen this way, but it still kind of happened. One of my worst fears as a child, because I watched one of those um, A&E docs about uh, snakes or insects or some shit, a spider in a shoe. So it's always been a fear of mine to stick my foot in my Ooh. shoe and there'd be That's like a, a bug or a spider or a scorpion or some random mm -hmm. shit that probably ain't even going to be in there. Yeah. I was walking into my office I stepped on the motherfucking wasp. It stung my fucking foot. Oh, I'm so Excuse sorry. me, all the expletives. That is awful. 
Ooh. And the bitch was still alive. It was hanging on my foot and I shook <gasps> it off. And it took everything in me not to scream in my apartment. I vacuumed New the bitch up. Unlocked. I called Crystal like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning because I was so stressed out about it because it was still alive in the vacuum. Because you can't empty it out because the bitch might fly back out. Yeah, I'm glad it, it died dirty. I was, and you got yes. good blood. That's why it was still alive. <laughs> you know, like it was enjoying it. Was to, and I do got yeah, you got good, the, you, you know, got honey in your the, blood. You know, the skeeters <laughs> love yeah. me. The skeet, that's what they always say. They be oh, you got a little shit in your blood. I'm like, some the skeeters love me. I don't like this. But yeah, sorry. No, but, see, no but even that to me, the the tangent you just went on still ties in because Crystal. No, Crystal and Jade <laughs> and Internet they always make fun of me. Because of how I treat insects and bugs, like I talk to Crystal them. Crystal did mention you Remember? when I called her at four a.m. <laughs> I knew she because was she, she did because she was very because I was like because I told her I was like you know I knocked the fly off my sock but I ain't want to just bang the shit with my shoe because you know I don't want to do that so I had to get my back. She's like oh I thought you was on your friend. I was like nah I just can't I don't want to. I just shoe can't do it. I, I can't. I, I, oh, I feel just don't terrible killing That's bugs. Don't it don't matter what it is. I, there was a spider. This was actually when I was still in Brooklyn in my shower one day. And I was like, oh, shit. okay, you know, and I tried to talk to it like, okay, so I don't feel comfortable (laughs) (laughs) with you being here, but I don't want to hurt you or remove you if you have found, (laughs) uh, you know, solace (laughs) in my shower. So I was trying to have the conversation and, and it was so cool because after I finished my shower, she chilled a little bit and then I noticed that she left. So I was like, okay, sometimes you can have convos. She's somewhere else in your house. <laughs> Look, that's why I got to kill. I'm okay that's, with that, That's though. why I got to... Oh, I'm not. And then I'm the not, squirrels I'm that I'm beefing with currently because <laughs> they are eating the persimmons off my tree and not sharing. And I mm-hmm. told them very Damn. clearly, y'all can have some. This <laughs> isn't mine. I really outside, do. I swear friend. to God. I'm like, you can... <laughs> anyone watching me be like, wow, ain't that that girl from the internet? <laughs> anyway, so I talked to them. Look at Dustin trying to I see stay composed. It was, I was trying to hold together, and I was sitting on my porch, and I was like, "Listen, you can have some. These are not mine. Obviously, I don't own a tree, but I would like to have some." And the squirrel just bit it, spit the piece out, and walked away. And I was like, "Okay." So he let me know, friend. like, "Fuck you." So now oh, you no. know what he did. He bit every single. <laughs> Like he went around the tree and bit every single one, so I can't have any. And now his new thing is I have these two pots, these huge planters on my porch with like plants in my in front of my entrance, just kind of like you know decor for the entrance. They now go in and kick the dirt up and fill my porch with dirt. <laughs> See, every week. Keep on thinking you can talk about every damn thing. <laughs> Friend, they are terrorizing yeah. you. This is this is worse that than what shit I'm going makes through. Me laugh every to time I see it, though, all the dirt. I've been trying to be quiet, but this is where uh, you know you need to get you a bottle of Clorox cleanup spray, right? No, you With bleach didn't. in it. That's so mean. Oh yeah, you need chemical warfare, baby. Spray his ass in the face of <laughs> that same mouth that he biting everything with, right in the kisser. But the thing is, here's the thing about reincarnation, right? Just like we said you earlier, us you can come back, you. right? What if, what if, like, that's someone I know that we never resolved some shit? You know what I'm saying? Now I'm you feeling bleach. <laughs> ain't shit changed just because you a squirrel now? <laughs> we really ain't gonna be able to find a common ground now. <laughs> if we couldn't get it together as two human beings. What the fuck we finna do with you? 
I was watching this um this short film on YouTube. You can type it in. It's called The Egg Theory mm-hmm. and they it's like an animation. It's cool for kids really, but it's it's still pretty fascinating cuz I read about something similar years ago. So it was cool to see it put, you know, to the screen. But it's The Egg Theory is this idea that the only thing that really exists, right, in the world is you and God. And so all the people that you're, quote unquote, experiencing, look at Dustin looking around, all the people you're, quote unquote, experiencing is actually you, right? And this <laughs> I is know like, that's a lie. Debunked. Because <laughs> I know I ain't. I'll be damned. I ain't so de- all the people that have hurt you, the I'm people Karen. that have made your life easeful. Yes, the Karen you just yelled at. Those are, that's versions of you experiencing itself so you're learning you're maturing you're gathering data information right that's the egg theory it's this idea mm -hmm. that there isn't a world full of people Mm -hmm. these are all just different identities that you're kind of like putting on testing out interacting with each other even if it's like in the past and the future because you know how they say in quantum physics the time isn't linear yeah it's are you watching the foundation or foundation no i know that you you and claude both told me i should be um but it's this idea that time isn't linear it's all happening at the same time right so what happening in the past and the future and in the present is currently all all happening it's all one so you could have interacted with yourself essentially or you are interacting with yourself i should say say you are right so that's the egg theory so Mm -hmm. when i think of that and i see these squirrels that are combating me (laughs) i'm like what is it about us what are we experiencing to the in this? And That's where I've missed. <laughs> you know what I mean, Asante? That mm-hmm. was. I know what you it's mean. A, it was information I, in I that do moment. That to people, so it's like I, I've just never opened that door to other. It's things. a slippery slope because when people are cruel or whatever the fuck people are going through, that then spills over to you. It's not in any way saying that you justify it because this is a version of you or whatever the fuck spiritual people like to say. Yeah. But it's more so a framework. It's more, in my opinion, because this is my opinion, it's more so just a framework with which to engage with people with. You know what I'm saying? So it's not so much that you're like, oh, that's also me as much as it's shit. Whatever this dynamic we have, there's something I'm supposed to be there's understanding. To it. You know what yes. I mean? Like the karmic yes. value. Exactly you know what, what I mean? mean? So I know exactly. So what even you with mean, a fly, friend. with a squirrel that's fighting me, whatever it is, I'm always like, what the fuck am I supposed to be understanding about life in this moment? Because you are pissing me off by putting dirt on my goddamn porch. Mm-hmm. You would never I had do just that. Just come from the airport. I would never do that. Never. That, so I. <laughs> you know what I mean. There, But there is like a lesson in those moments. There are something in those moments. And sometimes because I because like with y'all, like even when we don't relate on most things Mm -hmm. or, you you know, y'all, we still are the same to me, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Even when even when I am cursed, not a motherfucking Karen, (laughs) I know I can get my bag better. (laughs) So that's why it's like we're the same, but bitch, you're not me. So that's what I be feeling. Cause why are you trying? It? Cause I would never off. try it. That's why I be feeling so confident when I do go the fuck off like that. Like, I feel like we all not are the same, but there is relation. Mm-hmm. And that's why and due to that relativity, that relativity and how you handle certain things, that's the information for you, the checks and balances, which is why this is super random, which is why when random people come up to you and they're like, I have a message for you, something like that. I'm usually like, bitch, no, you fucking don't. You know, like, 
And part of me is like, well, maybe their lesson is that they're supposed to get cursed out. Like, that's usually what I think. <laughs> I never really think. Do with people. Yeah, because I don't really wonder to myself, well, did they have a lesson for me? I wonder, I'm like, it, was I their lesson? That's what I usually wonder after I do that. Right. And want to share that too. But I, so for me, I never, I don't remember talking about reincarnation with my family because the tricky part about my family I've mentioned before on the show is that there's a there was a lot of denominations Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, my grandfather mm -hmm. was seventh-day adventist grandma was catholic Mm -hmm. uncles most of my uncles were jehovah's witness Mm -hmm. um so it was just a lot going on everyone had their own belief systems nobody really there was no gray area everyone just kind of was like this is what it is and you follow or you don't and then my mom was very much the just like explore all of the possibilities. And she would tell me, go with your grandpa, go with your grandma, go with your uncles, go with your aunts, see which one makes you feel something. And I always thought that was cool that she didn't try to make it a rigid practice. Mm -hmm. She just said, see if something calls out. So because of that, I don't remember having those kinds of conversations. But like Asante, I remember coming into that um with experiences, but also like TV, obviously, and books, and, and that would bring those theories to my mind. Mm-hmm. But I know from experience, like, so I mentioned that my aunt passed of AIDS when I was, I had to be like maybe 11 mm-hmm. or 12. My mom will correct that <clears throat> when she listens. Mm-hmm. But I was young, and she was like my best friend. She was only 26 mm-hmm. at the time, which in hindsight is very young, mm-hmm. yeah. a baby. Um, so we were like besties, like a 12 year old, a 26 year old besties. Yeah. She was she used cool to, to like, you. She was so cool. Really beautiful. I always say my aunt remind me of Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Just this really brown with big mm-hmm. hair, slender, tall, look like a model, just gorgeous woman and died of AIDS. But she never told us that she had AIDS. I think, you know, at that time it was like tricky and people were embarrassed. It was so much stigma. You didn't know like Mm -hmm. what it meant for everyone else in the household. So it was a secret my family kept. Um, But I remember she would joke around when she was like (laughs) getting really sick and it was clear, you know, that she was about to cross over soon. She used to tell me when I die, um, I'm going to come back and, and give you little kisses and scratches. Cause that was like how she used to play with me. Mm-hmm. She would give me these little scratches with her nails and like kisses all over my face. And she was like, so you'll know it's me. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, that's cool. And another part of me was like, can we not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and you know what? I swear on my life, you can ask anyone who knew me. She absolutely did it. Mm. I used to wake up with little nicks, little teeny little scratches all over my back. And this feeling on my face, like someone had been giving me kisses. Like I felt it exactly what she said. And that always fucked with my head because I didn't understand it. It was like, well, where are you then? Yeah. You know, like, why can you do that? Why are you still around but not around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember being 12 or 13 and finding that so conflicting. Like mm-hmm. she's clearly still here, just not as I know her. And so that's what made me wonder a lot about reincarnation when people would talk about it. Cause I was confused. Cause it's like, okay, so if she died and is now a soul in a new body, shouldn't she be having an experience somewhere that's completely new and separate from us and our family? How is she still around enough to play with me like that Mm -hmm. 
in in the very clear relationship that we have of aunt and niece mm-hmm. in our family. But then where are you? Like, mm-hmm. did she not reincarnate? Did she do something wrong where she didn't get to move on to a new mm-hmm. body? Like, it just had so many questions mm-hmm. that yeah. it left. You know what I mean? Have y'all ever wondered these things? Like, if we reincarnate, then what about the ghosts? Are they just stuck? Maybe the death was too traumatizing and they weren't ready to let go. Because you got to One thing I have read is that even as a spirit, you still have free will. Mm-hmm. So it don't mean that like, oh, no, I'm not dying. You're still going to die. But what happens in that in between is where your free will comes in. Like, are you going to linger because you're unhappy that you died at this point? You know, maybe you it was traumatic and you're still kind of shocked that you died. For the technology to catch up. <laughs> no, you ever wonder that like when you hear someone die in a traumatic way that you know they weren't quote unquote ready for. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. wonder when they are on the other side where they're like, fuck, what the hell? Like mm-hmm. too soon or that's so not how I wanted to go. And so those things that can happen with your ego where you're just like not ready to let go. I always wonder if that's what's happening with the ghosts, that they're just sat in that limbo where they haven't reconciled what happens in this one life before moving on to the next thing. And maybe that's where like the people that speak to ghosts and those mediums can help them in some way. You always see movies about that, but I yeah. don't know. I'm okay. curious. the white homosexual. <laughs> what's his name? Oh my God. He's on E. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. The yeah. medium. Yeah. He's the medium. medium. Oh my god! I didn't know if that was when I first seen it. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know if that was Mm -hmm. about his size and stature. You know, and then I found out because I didn't know nothing about that. So to answer your original question, right? Mm -hmm. Unless are you want to continue? No, I would actually was gonna go to you because I, especially with knowing your family's background, I'm so curious how you guys discussed any of this. So um, as everybody knows, my family was um, in a an organized religion that's kind of popular. I refrain from naming the name because it's never a personal vendetta against this organization or this religion. It just is my experience and so as a part of that religion um we were taught that when people die um your body is just lifeless right and it's just Mm -hmm. you're in a sleep-like state and that um your body is just lifeless in a sleep-like state you decompose under the ground whatever you know what i'm saying and life just ends or if you're Mm. a good person um, and you have a feeling we're taught that there's a specific number of people that were going to go to heaven after they died. And um, that number of people would do that. But if you were a good person, then after this reckoning occurred, a global reckoning occurred, then you could live forever on a paradise like Earth. OK, that's mm. what we're taught. So when it comes to ghosts, when it comes to matters of the afterlife, when it comes to anything alternative from that those things are grouped into like matters of the occult and, and Mm. spiritism and things that are generally frowned upon in Mm -hmm. this, this religion and deemed and categorized as demon, demonic and demonized demon oriented, you know, matters. Right. So that's what we're taught. Now, none of that ever made sense to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because like, what do you mean? So if I'm a bad person, I'm just dead. If I'm a good person, then I live on forever. Do I just, oh, and you're just, you're made new. So you're not missing things from your life pre- previous to death. You know what I mean? You're not thinking about that stuff. 
but then they're that's supposed to be considered. Oh, like it's like a clean slate, like all your pre- problems and and you don't miss people from before because you're made new in this new system Got of you. living, right? Mm. And um, uh, I just had a lot of questions about that or whatever, and so um. As I've gone on to live, I recognize that there's many other, you know, belief systems that people have. And Fran, you and I have had personal conversations where we've talked about giving space for, you know what I'm saying, things and other people's beliefs or whatever. For sure. And so that's how I live. Now, I don't know. Did we believe in reincarnation? Hell no. Only reincarnation <laughs> we believed in was going to the barbershop every Thursday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and being, <laughs> and made, being new. made new. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we believed in that. And I guess if you consider that belief system of dying and then being judged right and deemed either good or bad and if you were good and lived according to god's principles you were given um everlasting life on a paradise earth you know what i'm saying and if not right. you're just dead or whatever in the grave sheol hades uh you know all that shit uh that's heavy but yeah so like that's what we were taught so i don't know what happens you know what i'm saying i'm still on the other side of the dirt right now thank god um, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if people come back, but like things happen that are coincidental or remarkable connected to death and the memory of people. The first death I experienced close to me was my um, dad's first cousin's wife, who my dad and his first cousin were like brothers and her and my mom were extremely close. They were best friends, like sisters. So her children and myself and my siblings were raised as First cousins together, together yeah. siblings to this day, bonds, right? Um, and she died. She passed away when she was 44 um, uh, and on her sixth, on her son's 16th birthday. She passed away. She had breast cancer. And my mom lost her friend at that age. My mom was 45 at the time. Uh, and she was 44. So when I was on my age and I lost my best friend, Frank, I saw a parallel there. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this is kind of repetitive or whatever. And that was the, the first time in his passing where I would be thinking about him and then be walking down the street and notice a street sign. And I'm, the, you know, I'm not attributing this to anything. I'm just saying this was my experience. Right. I'm thinking yeah. about him. I'm walking down the street and I see a sign for a business that I've never noticed previously that has his name in the, in the business. Um, you know what I'm saying? Seeds, blowing like in the that. wind. And then wow. it was like leaves <laughs> blowing on the street and shit. I got scared. I was like, nigga, you can just talk to me, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me. I would be, I feel like even when I'm dead, I would be me. You know what I'm saying? So like, you could just say, yo, I'm, you know, I'm dead or whatever, but like, I'm thinking about you, nigga. I miss you. I'll be like, yeah. I miss you too. You know, I don't want to see no more signs and shit. <laughs> I just believe in minding my business, okay, on mm-hmm. both sides of the coin. So <laughs> if it is some other shit going on when we die, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that I have proven myself if we are judged based on our character. You know, I don't know if everybody get in. I don't know if it's ladies in free before Twitter. I don't know <laughs> what it's like. But I just if we are judged, I try to have a, a, an honorable and a good moral compass. We know each other very well. And I, although we've had conversations on this show about anticipating bad behavior from others and then holding it down for them or whatever, I think there's things that y'all know I just simply wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that type mm-hmm. of person and vice versa. And that is a, a currency for me when it comes to my friendships and my relationships. I don't want people to think I want pe- people to know and believe that I'm a good person with good intentions. Um, and I hope that that uh 
I hope that that is of value to me on when I take my exit. You know what I'm saying? Same. I really hope yeah. so. Yep. And anything else, I'm open to whatever it is, as long as it's, you know, safe. <laughs> I guess, which I guess, hell, I'm already dead. So how bad can he get? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to see no fucking chupacabras or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be ugly and mean. I want it to just be, you know, like I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? I'm just easing on down into whatever dead life. Well, I guess not dead life, but deadness is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I you hear know. that a lot yeah. with people that have what they call NDEs, right? Near death experiences. Mm-hmm. You've heard stories. There Actually, there was a TikTok wow. that went. Away. It really is. The, um, there was a TikTok that went viral recently. It was a young white boy. And they asked him, I forget what the question they asked him, but it went into that. Maybe they asked him like if he fears death or something like that. And he expressed that he had had a a near-death experience where he died for, like, four minutes. Mm. And he told the guy, like, the trippy part about it was that it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it was so, it felt so good. Like, he was like, think of all the moments in your life where, like, you felt so good. Like, imagine that times 10. Just this, this, like, bliss that is beyond understanding. And he said... You know, sadly, he came back. <laughs> so wow. he was, he said he not, was. Damn, back. he heard that, that Price is Right music. Boom, boom, ba <laughs> Right. He said he came back and he was like a sadness, what but a happiness too. <laughs> but a happiness too of like, man, if that's what's waiting for us on the other side, it just completely changed his perspective of life. You know, where it it's like, it's no good. fear. <laughs> it's no fear. Stand it's on just it. no anxiety about it. <laughs> That's horrible. And I that was, and I've heard that a lot okay. of people being like, it was a beautiful experience. You know, it's nothing to worry about. And so I know we all have different belief systems. Mm-hmm. And like Dustin was saying, we've talked about having space for people that do believe there's a heaven and hell. I've mm-hmm. actually had this convo with Maya many times. Y'all mm-hmm. know Maya, Shameless Maya, one of my best friends. She is catholic born and raised filipino you Mm -hmm. already know so she's very (laughs) much that person heaven hell Mm -hmm. this that very black and white and i'm not i don't believe in heaven or hell i we've had the debates about it but it's cool because we respect each other's opinions on it and it's very much a let's wait and see (laughs) like you know (laughs) the great unknown we'll know it one day and for me i really feel that how you treat people Every decision you make, you're just kind of like the egg theory video, which I'll link for people if they want to watch it. Um, It expressed in that video that the whole point of this thing we're doing, this like cosmic experiment is to learn and mature. And every lifetime you're supposed to have like improvements on your design and your mind and how you view <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Fuck you know, like, <laughs> So like let's say there was a you know what's funny? I actually had a um a past life reading once mm-hmm. with one of my teachers and she said to me that um I had a past life that was recent where I led a nation. Damn but I was very but I was very power hungry. everything for me was (laughs) so she said everything for me in that lifetime that was recent was power people control money like it was that was just 
the life I chose. This was all See, that mattered to me. That's how I know we always would have been friends. <laughs> <laughs> she said, whereas this lifetime, what I'm learning, and this is, you know, whether you believe or not, I still think it was really interesting assessment was that I, y'all see my struggles with like being too visible and having too much power. Like these things are things that I'm very cautious about in this lifetime. I noticed like, even with the the visibility that we have, there's a lot, there's responsibility sometimes that comes with that. You know, mm-hmm. there's engagement, how we engage with the people that engage with our work. Like it's a lot of energy that's transferred and I'm always very cautious. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it, loving and respectful we try to highlight people on this show to make sure that their brands can you know become expansive like just basically doing better things goodness goodness with the quote-unquote power Mm -hmm. that we have created in this lifetime and so when she said that i thought it was interesting because i i try not to take advantage or use it in ways that are just harmful or not useful i bet you had a a bus down a bone straight bus down the middle (laughs) I bet you did, friend. That friend, <laughs> that version of friend had a silk press. Okay. <laughs> Hell on heels. But the, ad- but the idea is that you work through things each lifetime. You know, so if I was dealing with a uh, drunk and drunk off power in this lifetime, hopefully by the end of that one, I wanted to come into a new one being different. I wonder you know, if this like means I was lame. Because at this year, because now you want to try cool. <laughs> Friend, did you ever watch Avatar, the cartoon? Yes, I've watched a couple of seasons. Remember, I had a moment. (laughs) You said what? We ain't look like them. You talking about the blue people? That long ass movie? No, the cartoon, the really cool cartoon that's super spiritual. Because as you were talking about that, I was thinking about the different versions of himself and how he would have to go back and talk to them sometimes. Mm -hmm. And some of them would be giving him advice and they would be like really heavy, heavy handed or some shit. And he, because he was a little boy, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, they're like, bitch, this is how I fucking ruled. You should too. And then they would like put him out back in his real life, whatever. But I think about those types of things too. Like I think about things that I'm probably, well, there was, Ooh, I am always just about to spit my business on not to catch myself. <laughs> it's okay, um, <laughs> no, it is not okay in this particular Not incident. in these times. All I, I will you. say is um, I talked to somebody once that was uh, in tune like that. And they I think I might have told you I once, totally but I met somebody. Him. <laughs> he was I met awesome. Somebody <laughs> and he actually gave me a couple, like he told me a couple different things. Because I think I told you about one of the times where he said like we knew each other. Mm-hmm. But like this dude, like he used to, and he was, this this guy is like a numbers guy. They're very spiritually based. And um, what they say be on point. Like, you know, they ain't never gave me no numbers to try. I mean, they give numbers, but I ain't never tried them. So maybe I'm losing. Anyway. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. 
The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. They once told me that I just I used to deal with certain things in one of my past lives that I don't that I always push away from myself now. And when they said that, they mentioned something specific in that moment. But what it's something else specific rang out to me in that moment about myself. And I was like, damn, I wonder if this is why I am the way that I am about certain things because of my past lives, because I'm very resistant to certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to give a specific thing or anything because I felt like there's like this bigger lesson I was trying to get to. But um, it just put me in a space of I wonder if certain insecurities that I have or certain things where I'm constantly trying to improve or prove myself, are these like, I don't want to say uh, fears from my past, but are they, is this like my legacy of, you know, everywhere that I've been coming to, not just, you know, who I am and where I am right now or on this particular plane. Like, and I think I've said before, like I've always been interested in how like ideas and, and uh, values are like birthed and, and legacied. So that's why I think of myself or us as people as legacies too. Like, like I know we're the legacies of our families, but still, cause you know how we talked, touched on everybody being, you know, God or it's God and everyone around us isn't really real cause they're versions of ourselves. So is it like legacies of like my parents and essentially myself? Right. So that's where I'm putting myself when I'm trying to improve or what I think about. <laughs> Dustin. Yes. <laughs> so this is where I think the, the safety pin poking the balloon comes in. Right. For me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah. I feel like God is good, right? And all the time, God is good. That's what they say, right? Period. So why am I going through negative experiences for some shit? I ain't have nothing to do with the ever the motherfucker that was in this before me did, right? <laughs> all right, so coming back and, and being changed because of who I was, I, I didn't do that. I don't remember it, okay? I can't describe it. I wasn't doing it. So my thing is like me experiencing negative shit from it it just don't be lining up to me. You know what I'm saying? And no, and that's a very real point because I remember I was talking to someone that is, you know, spiritual, tapped into yeah. that world. And I was really hurt because this is, I was in my early 20s because I had told them about a really horrible experience mm-hmm. I had had. Mm-hmm. And their response to me was, well, you came on earth to learn and through that experience, you had something to learn, even if it's like, because this was a very dark experience. And in that yeah. moment, it felt so cold Absolutely. of him because it just felt dismissive of my emo, like the emotional. You don't want to hear that, you that, hear that in that moment. Yeah. And he could have said that later. Like we could talk right. about it. I'm someone that will be open to these types of conversations. But, but I feel it. like as a response to someone sharing, yeah. and that's where I think a lot of spiritual people kind of get lost in the sauce because they get so heady mm-hmm. in theory mm-hmm. that they forget the humanity. Bedside manner. He bets mm-hmm. literally that. They forget <laughs> that part. Like, And a lot of spiritual people I know, they 
almost are not even almost they are dismissive of the emotional aspects of being human because they quote unquote know that there's a bigger you know there's Mm -hmm. a bigger thing and so they they like these little feelings that you're stuck in yeah like i'm above that you're just stuck in your in your personality until you call their mama a bitch and then it all goes out the window which i'm telling you again that's where the hole comes in for me because it's not but no but i feel you because i've experienced mm-hmm. that where where to me that was always edgy and while i am someone that can hold complex emotions mm-hmm. of yes i came here to experience certain things but also those things fucking suck and destroyed yes. me in many ways and mm-hmm. both things can be true that's 100 and i think true. that's where the spiritual people lose me when they're so in their theory you know but going back to what asante was saying i love that you were talking about um like your value systems and how much of that may be from past lives or like, where mm-hmm, does this mm-hmm. come from? Cause mm-hmm, remember we mm-hmm. did a whole uh, episode mm-hmm. on um, epigenetics, epigenetics and the quote unquote junk DNA and how that plays a part into your fears and just things that are coming down from your ancestors. But I love that you mentioned that because it's a perfect segue through me falling into these rabbit holes. Cause y'all know I love a rabbit hole. Um, I started, I fell into this rabbit hole of children who have talked to their parents about past lives. And y'all know- I've seen that before. You, did you see it on Reddit? It's a whole yes, world yes, of it, parents sharing. Y'all know I love me a Reddit form. <laughs> oh God, they just be I'm, so kooky wait. over there. But there's a um, there's forms. All you literally have to write is children- who have past brought lives. up children past like, lives. That's it. Reddit and all the forums will come up. And it's just I parents sharing for it. stories. I don't know how it came up on Same. mine, but I'm sure that's all you got to search. But through that, right for, through that search one day, and I was reading the forums, which are fascinating, um, it put me onto this book because like, I got curious. I was like, there has to be books about this. This is how y'all put so, lipstick on. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> so I went and looked <laughs> up the book and this book came oh, up called... Oh um, Children Who Have Lived Before, Mm -hmm. right, by Trutz Hardo, who's like a German. He actually was a well-known expert on reincarnation and regression therapy in Germany. And so, of course, I got his book. (laughs) And I started reading all the cases and the scientific backing. But I noticed that he kept um, referring or referencing, I should say, to this one scientist. So I was like, you know what? I need look to look into that, that guy. Yeah. Right. Because okay. if he's his go-to, then let me go to that guy. And his name was Ian Stevenson. Mm-hmm. And he was a Canadian psychiatrist and also the founder and director of the Division of Perceptual Studies at UVA, University okay. of Virginia Come School on, of Medicine. X. He was a professor for 50 years Ooh, at UVA. Damn. I thought a UVA I, was something when you pee. You know no. what that's oh, a UTA. So Go ahead. Go I was ahead. looking him U-T-I. up and I saw that he had a New York Times interview in 1999 by a journalist named David Wallace. And he asked him, like, where did this come from, this need to study the paranormal? Mm -hmm. If you're the chair of the mental health department (laughs) at UVA, like, how did they even allow you Mm -hmm. to create this new... What's the intersection? Yeah, because think about it. Most colleges don't play that. It completely contradicts what they're saying. And they have to stay neutral in a lot of ways to hold space for the different like the globalization of U.S. Mm-hmm. campuses, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of different cultures and heritages and belief systems. So I, I understand them needing to stay neutral. 
But he was saying that he was just so discontent with um, the explanations of the human personality, tying into what Asante was saying. He wasn't satisfied with just psychoanalysis with behaviorism or neuroscience and Freud and Carl Jung. Like he's like, there's something missing. Like we are completely missing the spiritual aspects, the past lives and how things that you experience in another life can bring fear into this life. You know, Mm -hmm. and so that's Mm -hmm. why he made it his mission, not necessarily to prove reincarnation, but to convince people of the possibility. And lucky for him, um, he had been he had befriend. No, there was the guy that created the Xerox copy machine. Imagine that guy wealthy forever. Wasn't that big Matthew knows? Didn't he do something with Xerox? You know what? So his name is Chester Carlson. And in 1968, he actually had a heart attack at a movie theater in Manhattan. It was too much for him. (laughs) And he had actually been introduced to Stevenson's work through his wife, who was like really spiritual and just into the sciences and the intersection of science and spirituality. I know that's sexy. So he he left a million (laughs) dollars. To UVA, but okay. said this will this million dollars is under the condition that it would fund Stevenson's paranormal investigations. <laughs> and Stevenson, that's how he was able to have the power at UVA to dedicate the next 40 years of his um investigations with children and past lives and reincarnation and, and convince, not convincing, but opening people, like I said, to the possibility that this is a thing. He made a million dollars last 40 years, made it enough. That's <laughs> what's up. That, Hell yeah. It's isn't all about that who you know. It really is because they initially hired him to just be the chair mm-hmm. of psychiatry. Um, this is according to scientificamerican.com. And he was just investigating apparitions and reincarnations. And the the chairs of the college were like, this is not what we brought you in for. (laughs) Like, you're supposed to be heading the mental health department, not talking about paranormal activity. But lucky for him, when that million dollars rolled in, (laughs) everyone's tune changed. (laughs) Okay. But when you look up his um, the stories that he put together, because, of course, he published tons of books, even the most skeptical scientists, though they talked shit about him, of course, because they felt that he was off his rocker. They even couldn't deny that he opened their mind to the possibility because he was showing stories and documentation of kids. Right. I'll give an example. Yes, he, that's, you he know that's this, what I need. Right. He shared this one story. Let me actually pull up. I have All s- these book covers look so creepy. Do the kids look like Natalia Grace? <laughs> they like children of the corn. See, that's my thing. So, yes. like that inbred shit. <laughs> um, he was telling about a story of a child that he spoke to that had this birthmark in, in their forehead, right? And it was like this long red line. And the family was like, yeah, the baby was born like that. They never knew where it came from. It wasn't something that the family had. Like, it's just sweat. <laughs> Dustin, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> so the kid... The kid got a hot sign like Krispy Kreme. The kid tells the parents one day out of nowhere, he's like two or three, right? That The red the- line mean I was dead. 
<laughs> that the the scar on his head was from a guy that hit him with an axe. So of course I the parents are that. like, okay. <laughs> Could you I knew you was about to say that crazy shit. Yeah. And this, so they're like, <laughs> okay, what are you talking about? And he's like, listen, mind you, this is like a three-year-old. He's like, it's the guy with the axe, the guy with the axe. So they start asking him more questions. Okay, who's the guy with the axe? What's the story? How do you even know what an axe is? That's the point. Where would a three-year-old get this? Because someone could say, oh, he made it up or he saw it on Coco Melon. <laughs> like, where would this come from? But the kid had very clear and vivid, like, instructions. Recollections. Descriptions, instructions. Like, he literally told them who the guy was. He even told them where it happened. Um, he was like, but you weren't my family. And the parents are like, what the fuck is this kid talking about? So this is where Dr. Stevenson came in to fact check. Like, okay, let's see the land that this kid is talking about. Let's look up the family this kid is saying he's from. When they went and did all the research for him to fact check, they found the family that the kid kept saying their names and the land. And it turns out that this family had lost their four-year-olds. Um, and the, and it, they didn't know what happened. Like the kid just disappeared. They, he was out with his friends, never came home. You know, kids play around. Um, they never knew what happened. A four year old. So the kids telling them, this is the guy that did it. Takes them to the, the place, even tells them where he was buried. And supposedly they find the body, like literally everything was just exact. Like Uncovered the kid said. his own murder. Uncovered his own murder because he's so young Ooh. and close enough to his most recent past life that yeah. he was able to solve his own murder. So that really got to Stevenson. Like this could be a thing. Like children solving their own murders <laughs> best lives. And that's what he dedicated Four decades. And guess what they would have been? That was my and I Lord forgive me for saying this, but you be a oh garbage pail kid. <laughs> Fuck on oh me because God. baby, you got to get up out my house with all of that. Cause I'm doing enough. I'm just making it with the <laughs> shit I gotta deal with over here. You talking about some a motherfucker hitting you upside the head with a goddamn axe at four? What was you even doing outside <laughs> like that? You know what I'm saying? In the streets, in them kind of circles. I in them kind and then of you, you gonna lead me back to it, and the shit is actually true. Mm-mm. That's why. I, that's just, why this may be true because uh, why do I have the natural inclination not to have no kids? I'm not gonna lie. The entire time you were telling that story, I was thinking about like the parents, like. That's some Natalia Gray shit. Like, you, you know, imagine? the wife telling you. Because you don't the, know the, how to yes. process. And this is why for, um, Reddit has that forum because parents that are experiencing their kids coming to them saying, my name was Anita and I was a black woman in the South. <laughs> this is a three-year-old in Kentucky. Why did you have to say that? Why did you say Anita? Because that like actually that happened. My name is Anita. <laughs> that's that's how they said it, friend, on the Reddit forum. My name is Anita. Yeah, I'm never... a black woman. <laughs> this little three-year-old white boy told his mom that he died in a fire. Oh he was a black woman. She was like, what are you talking Please. about? Yeah, but how did and he say said... it? That's how you know if it was true. Because if he was like, I was a black woman, or was he like... <laughs> I was a black woman. <laughs> oh my God. No. So she goes to look just... up. No, listen, she goes to look up newspaper clippings and finds the woman that he mentioned, the name, the city, and she did die in a fire. And she was like, 
what the fuck? Who are you? And so that's why they have these spaces where parents can come and be like, yo, did she give the baby to else? I got no, Dustin, she didn't give a baby to nobody. So what would y'all do? Like, <laughs> I don't even know if I, what I would do if my son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. <laughs> you want me to process no, what I would do if I came home and this little nigga saying, I'm Martin Luther hey, King. Uh, you like, and he I might be. Like, Isn't it okay? You know, like what? Like I, what do I even do with I that? Think it's you know, fascinating. And whether what that's you get Aretha or not, mind fuck. Also, what if you yes, have a little girl like, and you get Aretha Franklin. Th- this is a movie. What you the, just it, mean? Dustin, Dustin, this is a movie. The reincarnation of yeah. right, oh, God. and it, and it became his claim to fame because obviously he was the little he boy that went back and solved the murder. No, the the Stevenson the oh, scientist okay, yeah, at the yeah, UVA yeah, yeah. because he knew that people were like this motherfucker's a quack. Like he's making this shit up and because he's a scientist, he knows the steps to try to confirm it. it. Mm-hmm. Legitimize it. Thank you. Perfect word. And so they, he, you know, dealt with a lot of resistance, but he was just so like, no, this is the proof. And that's where a lot of scientists, when he was write his journals and put them together with documentation, with everything that they can prove themselves, prove themselves, it was kind of fucking people up. Do you have any more examples that you can briefly <laughs> cite? Because I just, you know what I'm saying? That's hard to the believe. The Dalai Lama. Fuck the Dalai, the Dalai Lama. Lama. Nasty ass. Well, yeah, stuff. not. Yeah, but but no, but I know ass. what you mean. Like the, you know the I mean? ritual of the mm-hmm. Dalai Lama where this child, they feel like this is the reincarnation of the previous one and they get. So does that mean the Dalai Lama always been on that? Like. What do you Sorry. mean? Never mind. They oh. say so. It's a cycle. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. like the recycle <laughs> no. sign. He just no, keeps like, going. No. But it used I, to be the you, daily llama, but over time people have You know what? So if you them. go to Reddit and read these things, it's just fascinating what kids are telling their parents. Like one lady, I'll give an example from mm-hmm. the Reddit forum. One lady said that she was in her kitchen with her son. He's like three or four. And he grabs her hand and starts slow dancing with her in the kitchen, right? So she's slow dancing with him. She's like, oh, this is like so sweet. Dustin, stop. (laughs) And then she said his eyes get watery. And she's like, what's wrong? And he tells her, the last time we slow danced, I was big and you were little. And then she says she started crying immediately because when she was little, she used to slow dance in the kitchen with her dad. And she felt like he was trying to tell her that, like, it's me. That's sad. Yeah. I can't. No, I know. No, I mean, it is funny, but that is sad. Man, <laughs> he just might like the Isaac brothers. Was they the black family? Because, you know, if they was in the kitchen, she was cooking and cleaning. You know, she had music playing. You know what I'm saying? Song, songs I mean, will do. move you like that. You know what I'm saying? Make you just so full of emotion. Damn. I do see this in an evil way being like a, a, a terrible but funny TikTok challenge. Like, I see some niggas doing, like, acting like they were some niggas from their past life. And, and, and why is he kids? body shaming his mama like that? Last time. No. You was little I, last no. time. Like, what you trying <laughs> no. to say, motherfucker? It'd be your own damn kids. <laughs> oh It'd be your own kids. <laughs> but wait, here's my question to y'all. Similar to what Stevenson was saying, right? Where he's like, <laughs> we can't just 
say that neuroscience, behaviorism, like these um, scientific courses, that's what people say. Like, this is the study of personality, right? This is all there is. These are the science. These are the facts. He's like, how can we challenge that Mm -hmm. if people aren't open to the possibility that we don't have all the answers? You know, like you really don't think that there's more dimensions to this world. Like when people pass on and you hear experiences like the one Dustin shared about the business saying his <laughs> now see, name. Now see. No, but it's true. <laughs> I don't believe and in even, labels. <laughs> <laughs> even when my grandmother died, remember that day we were recording? Oh, yes. Um, She had died that morning. I got the call. It was like six in the morning. And my grandmother had white hair, like white. I'm talking about white, 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 down to like past her back. And she always kept it in a really long braid. Um, And that morning, out of nowhere, it just started snowing. And mind you, you know, this was January. Yes, January in New York, more open to snow, but we hadn't had much of a snow Mm -hmm. that winter. So for it to snow and then I look out the window, I'm crying. I just got the call and my whole backyard and the windowsills and everything is white. Because she was covering you. I really felt that way in that moment. Like it was her letting me know, like, I'm cool. Like, don't even trip about it. Mm. And it really, and that's the thing, like we can be, delusional because we're looking for connection and answers yeah. or we could really be getting these messages. Remember I told y'all mm-hmm. when my friend Nedic passed yes, yes. at his own funeral, not funeral, the, at the cemetery, the burial, a peacock came out of nowhere yep. in a cemetery in LA. <laughs> and, and if you knew Nedic, that was his personality. So the video you hear his brother say, you peacocking motherfucker. Like, of course you're going to come back. <laughs> so peacock shaking his tail, walking around everybody like, come on. Like, I'm so with Stevenson that we have to be open <laughs> to the fact that we don't know everything. And we do get little messages and then there are people that are deeply connected to the like the medium that you're talking about. Whether he yep. is or not, I don't know the man. He definitely, but wears I know a that I have. T- <laughs> oh my god! I know that I have talked to people that are tapped in in that way mm-hmm. and have those gifts and things that they have said to me about my own life that no one knows or no one knows I experienced, and they said it just like plainly. M- pl- clear as day like this is what happened to you at this such and such time something they would not have known how is that possible well here's my thing right the people the community of of religious zealots who Mm -hmm. um dispel any of these sort of ideas and theories connected to this they are also in faith-based or faith-led religious organizations, organizations, there's a buy-in, right? If that makes sense to you, so you believe in it, you have faith in it, that that's true. They don't have firsthand accounts of people going to heaven or, you know, whatever the, the hell. They don't right, have, right, right. they don't have any of that. So to me, that's all, always been what made me see both sides of this thing, right? Like that very well that's may be, you know, you may believe in that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And who are we to negate that? You know what I'm saying? Not you as in you, Fran, or you no, a scientist, no, no. but you a as person. The general you. May, yeah, may believe in that, you know what I'm saying? And that actually makes sense. You, that, here's my thing. Yes, that's factual, right? There's documented 
evidence that that took place. A child said these things. This person made record of that taking place. Right now, where you go with it from there is up to you. and You have free will to do it. You can believe that that then means this world exists or this the other dimension or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I still be tripping mm-hmm. about dreaming because how the fuck I'm sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'm for real. I'm dead ass having it. all these and experiences. Can feel it. Can feel it. I've <laughs> had sexual dreams I, that mm-hmm. felt literally like I was having sex with the person. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I've had dreams Very where I've been around family and friends and felt the way it feels to have conversations with them, y'all, and and laugh or that something happens and had an emotional reaction in my sleep. Let's not get on them dreams where you be falling. <laughs> you know what oh I'm saying? God. Like, so so that's fair. You can't explain. Well, it has been explained, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But but at the same time, there's something supernatural about that experience to me. And so. For sure. And I love that you brought up dreams. Because yeah. I know there was a, uh, in my dream, there was a place mm-hmm. for years that I was always go back to. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because it had this weird, like, post-apocalyptic kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just looked futuristic and kind of um, industrial, like, lots of gray, mm, lots of concrete. Like, no, meat pack, a meatpacking law. Far loft. from chic. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just was this land that just looked like something in the future. Mm-hmm. And I would always go back to it. And I never knew you could do that. And it always used to trip me out because it's like, how do I keep coming back somewhere in a dream when dreams are supposed to be like, you know, I know dreams can be at random, people say. And it's, but I'm, I almost felt like I was controlling it in some way because I kept going back to this place because I was trying to figure out the place. And I haven't dreamt of that place in years. I don't know like what it meant or what happened, mm. but I have read of people having those experiences where they have like this world that they go back to in this dream and they try to like explore it. But there's always that feeling of like, okay, let me not go too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. You know, like, let me not go too far. Let me go back. And they try to do something to wake themselves up. And I, so dreams, for me, are very tricky too. Yeah. I'm just like it feels like a thin veil. And why I gotta get comfortable for it to happen? Because <laughs> that's the only why way. The world, like Dustin, lay down for this one. You, I think <laughs> I think you should lay down. You know what I'm saying? I just got and questions. I actually, I actually want to read this dream. Perfect tie-in that I read on Reddit in the same post. Um, this someone named Delicious <laughs> said <laughs> the the um the subject line is is this dream supernatural? So you can look this up on Reddit yourself. Um, and she wrote, or they wrote, I should say. So months ago, maybe ten months ago, or even a year ago, I had a dream where I met the guy that apparently would have been my lover. He told me that he had died in a car accident four years ago before we got a chance to meet. He told me the university I attended, the exact perfume I like. He told me what our kids' names would have been. And he said that he knew all of this because once you die, you get to access a portal that not only shows you what life was, but also what life would have been. And in the dream, we were walking on a trail at night and it was so beautiful. The moon was out and everything. And when I woke up, I felt like it was eerie that a dream felt so real and was so detailed, but I just brushed it off. 
Anyways, today I went to look around for accommodations and activities for a trip I'm taking to Switzerland. And when I go and look at some of the photos, I realize it's the exact same place that me and that boy were walking through in that dream I had 10 months ago. The exact same trail. I had never planned a Switzerland trip until today. And so it's not like those images were already in my head. Can anyone explain? Is this paranormal or what? Mm. Could you imagine? God just wanted them to be fair. So (laughs) Switzerland, neutrality, you know. (laughs) No, you didn't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so much that we don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Between the dreams, between the veils of dimensions, what happens in near-death experiences, what happens when you cross over? Is there hell? Is there like? I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> like Tupac said. Okay, I had enough of that in this lifetime. Yeah, this, all of that. It it really. I don't want to say it bothers me, but it is all of interest. On kind of a different note, mm-hmm. just like that whole like portal thing. It, that's why I even get scared thinking about people like just even think because you know how you were talking about dreaming and I thought about the feeling how odd it is sometimes when you wake up and some and someone you were thinking about either the day before maybe you even dreamt about not even thinking about the day before somebody that you were thinking about at some point ends up calling you like right when you've waking up or you just thought about them that happens a and lot that should be me. freaking me out because they don't even be like oh my mama because like we talk every week like it'd be somebody I ain't spoken to and I don't know how long or just somebody I'm not even expecting and I'm like what in the hell is going on because I randomly thought about you and now here That's you are so, so it's like, real now I don't even be wanting to think about people but then like, back to the, not bring you, the let egg me not theory call you in I'm scared right but but then back to like the egg theory potentially <laughs> Good. I think to myself like <laughs> that that's where I think about the the lessons being revisited like is this something coming back up that right, I need to resolve right. or like like what's up cuz I thought this was uh, over and done <laughs> but the heartache did not live on I thought we was just you know but I guess the emotions you be taking the the karma because over. my thing is I ain't did nothing like, the shit I, I did know, was regular shit on? that everybody do. I ain't but you nothing. don't remember what you did in a past life. That's how I know it wasn't bad. And enough. you have to reconcile a lot of things. And Stevenson says that's what he feels is the missing piece of these mental health departments and studies and sciences. It's like you have to be open to the supernatural aspect. Why do like, they call it "Get the Monkey Off My Back"? Then is it racist <laughs> over there too? Yeah, because no. I feel like we got to get that monkey off our back. The the sins of our father. I guess, or I whatever mean, it is. I mean, the of your own My own ass, life. yeah. Back th- I didn't <laughs> do Asante, it. Asante, th- that dream shit is so real. I, I feel like I said this on the podcast maybe a couple years ago, but I was dreaming about horses one day. These horses were like, like the outside of my apartment in Brooklyn was a beach. Like I woke up in the dream. Obviously, I was dreaming. And it was a beach, and these horses were just running, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, I like what the, the fuck? SWV video for right here. <laughs> I love that. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. So wait, when I wake up, you know how the iPhone will be like this day four years ago, mm-hmm. and like give you a memory. Yep. It's a picture of me holding a horse from my trip in Iceland with Maya. Mm. So that's the picture on my phone. When I wake up, touch my phone, it's me with the horse in Iceland. I was like, shut the 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what, Ooh, how? And what does it mean? That'd be my thing. And what does it mean? And of course, I looked it up. And mean? I remember looking up, like, the spiritual meaning of horses. And at that time, what I read completely aligned with the things that I was experiencing. So it's like these little messages. But then in my head, it's like, okay, but who sent this message? Right. You know, like, what? that's the, it's like. You I don't want a secret in my Yeah. <laughs> And the same with calls. I would dream of someone and then I'll have a missed call from them. And it's like, was it their call that brought them into my dream? Because they were calling and like, you know, everyone is a vibration, right? Their vibration mm-hmm. of them thinking well, of we me don't know trying how to, to reach The radio me. waves work for real and the 5G was getting me a dream. <laughs> the 5G blocked it. But these are all things I think about. These are mm-hmm. all things I think. I understand people have different belief systems, like we said, but... For those of you that are more open to different possibilities, I think looking into Stevenson's work is fascinating. If you just want some spooky shit, go on Reddit <laughs> and look up children, past lives. Fasc- I mean, fascinating, y'all. Like these kids, two and three, four. 11, Kiki Wyatt's. <laughs> I been, I know some of her kids been here before. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm gonna tell you right mind. now. I'm just glad that you brought it back to people because you know I mean, and I'm actually glad that you did introduce that concept with you know how we treat Insects other living things, and animals. Yeah, because I was with us, and that's why I have a hard time being cruel to them. Even the other day, I killed an ant, and then I felt so bad. <laughs> Oh no! Because my mind was like, oh, my God, his family, like he's not coming back home. He has a role in his community. They're so ecosystem based. (laughs) You was was thinking about the movie Ants when you killed me. (laughs) That's really how my brain is. That's why I'm laughing at Crystal. And I know she mentioned me because she always makes fun of me for how I talk to animals. But it's hard for (laughs) me. But she was like, oh, I thought she was like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, I just got the vacuum. I didn't want the guts everywhere. I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. Because I really view life in that framework of like, we're all in this together and I cannot be cruel. I do too until you fuck with me. And being in my house as a flying insect, you fuck with me. And I will knock you. Because if you me, you know I don't want nobody up in here. So what is you doing? your underbody, okay? When I tell you, I, I own the wings of love. Sing it, Jeffrey Osborne. On the wings of love. That's where you're going to be fucking around and buzzing in my house. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but Asante, that, if he's you, he wanted to see what your reaction was going to be because you're he here to learn. If he you like that, he wouldn't have came back as no damn bug anyway. I was about to say, if, if the, y'all know how I am. If that was me, y'all know I'm not doing that unless I'm thinking like, well, I'm going home and I didn't think that like I was a damn wasp. Like I didn't get the other memo. Like that's the only reason that that could have happened. So hopefully I killed that version of me and then came back <laughs> as a rich nigga. Version, you know, another rich nigga, because, you know, I'm going to get my money here too on this timeline. I'm not, and, you know, we're just going to keep the second So I'm going. just going to say this because I feel like it needs to be said, but I'm not nasty, okay? But I wonder <laughs> what it means like when you have an orgasm and you have that out-of-body feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that section of however many seconds, you know what I'm saying? I guess it depends on how tall you are, how long you nut. I don't know. I don't know. How tall you are. You have the feeling. Well, that ties into if we're the soul that's just like in this meat sack 
maybe the orgasm was so good that for a second your soul literally left that happens and it had to come back in like oh shit wait a minute you lose you be forgetting where you <laughs> even at that's hey, good you literally be forgetting where you at and I, I wonder like what that I wonder what that is you know that's what I'm good saying sex. Yeah, that's but, what that is I mean yeah but like is that, that look tying into what you're saying you know like like do you get lost in the sperm at one point are you like becoming like ah I almost left my body with the. I just wonder. That's all. Earth shattering sex. Why? But I'm curious, those of you listening, do you like it? Have you had your own experiences? Like, what are your theories? Are you like reincarnation is quackery? Maybe you have done um, past life regression therapy work where they were able to tell you about your past lives. Do you believe in it? Do you like what? Where are you at with yeah. it? Y'all need to go to church. I'm not <laughs> listening to this show no more. No, we respect I everybody. Know I'm that. You know, I don't want no spirits fucking with me. Like we respect everybody. We got respect for love. Well, that's what I tell spirits. Yes. I'm like, whether you're here or not, <clears throat> just come to me in a calm way because I, I don't y'all. like the lights flickering mm-hmm. that's what I told my aunt even when she was playing with me with the little cuts and kisses I was like cool but stop but like this is scary and she did stop but it was really like overwhelming for me spirits can get checked too spirits can get checked too alright don't do that and to me no more okay checked. I don't like you that you need to communicate do I want to no coexist <laughs> I want to coexist with you but can we like boundaries not scare me <laughs> okay. you gotta check a spirit can get that work too shit <laughs> let me tell you something you ever heard the phrase punch in the air? I was so mad Ooh. I was punching the air. What you think that is? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now imagine being a spirit and someone just start hitting you. I'd be upset. Like <laughs> Lynn Whitfield on Thin Line. Remember when she was beating herself up with them oranges? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would love to hear people's thoughts on that. And so I'm nervous. Check out those Reddit forms. Dustin said, I'm scared. <laughs> I am. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Good. Welcome to Spooky and Season. I'm this is where they say the veil is thinnest at Halloween. <laughs> see oh, veils see and that. shit. Y'all ain't wearing no veils. I ain't never see you with nothing on your face. That would get on your nerves anyway, friend. You do your hair like this. <laughs> so shit. Uh, and that's it for this week's hot button segment thank you guys for joining me in that so let's it was a good one that was good right it was I knew that they even though I didn't find a case but I was like this (laughs) Dustin (laughs) this is the friend zone once again this segment was brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. All right, so let's get into this wellness segment. So, 
for those of you watching on Patreon, this is my red light therapy. That looks so fancy. <laughs> Isn't it cool? It looks like them hoverboards uh-huh. people was riding. <laughs> <laughs> this is called the Saluma, C-E-L-L-U-M-A. Mm-hmm. This one is the Saluma Pro. I got this one because, like I told y'all, I had um, some injuries mm-hmm. the past couple of years with like my my tailbone, mm-hmm. which took forever. I then I injured that. my calf a couple months ago in the park while doing sprints uphill. So you know, you're getting old. Things start injuring a little bit faster, sadly. So I was like, I need to figure out outside of you know, stretching better and just taking care of myself in different ways. Like, what are some natural ways that I can contribute to the health of my body? So I had looked up Haas. I mentioned Haas. Shout out to Haas, my big sis. She had talked to me about um, research she had done on red light therapy. And she was like, you know, I'm considering trying it. And I was like, oh, I'll look into it too. So I started researching it. Funny enough, in my research of it, the National Library of Medicine, which is a government site, you can look it up, scientifically backed. This was an accidental discovery. How funny is that? Um, photobiomodulation, right? PBM. Photo biomodulation. Bio. Yeah. Okay. PBM. I just want to make sure. Was accidentally discovered in 1967 when Andre Mester, who's a scientist from Hungary, He was attempting to replicate an experiment that had just been done in Boston by a scientist named McGuff, McGuff, um, where he used like a laser beam to destroy a cancerous tumor on a a tumor that had been experimentally implanted in a mouse, which Mm -hmm. is so sad. God, these poor mice. You see what I'm saying about like, Mm -hmm. that's us. (laughs) That's That's so cruel. Like, that's so cruel. They implanted a cancerous tumor and then shot a laser beam into him. Anyway, so in him trying to replicate this, the laser that was made for him to replicate, (laughs) Dustin, the laser that was made for him to replicate it was actually um, the one that had been built for him, excuse me, was only a fraction of the power of the laser that had been used in Boston, but he wasn't aware until later. So people were supposed to be like, useless. (laughs) So he was like, what the fuck? Like, this is not nearly the laser being used in Boston, but with the low level laser beam, the mouse grew hair and the wound where the implant was, you know, the site of the wound healed. And so he was like, what the fuck? Okay, so he didn't cure the cancerous tumor with the laser beam like the study done in Boston, but he accidentally came across the fact that if you use them at lower levels, they have completely different healing powers. When the red light comes on, I transform. (laughs) So he was like, okay, I stumbled onto something different. Let me look into this. So this was called red light therapy, RLT which is now a full-fledged therapeutic technique that uses low-level wavelengths of red light and blue light to help treat skin conditions, everything from acne to wrinkles and wounds. And the way that the um, National Library of Medicine explained it is that the red light exposure may produce a positive biochemical effect in your cells that strengthens the mitochondria. 
which is where the cells, remember in the mm-hmm, science class, mm-hmm. which is where the cells get their energy, right? Mm-hmm. So the red light therapy increases the transportation of electrons, the oxygen consumption. It just has a really positive effect. And by increasing the energy of the mitochondria, cells may function more efficiently. So they rejuvenate, wow. they repair themselves. It just seems like they really fuck with red light. <laughs> they like like bathing in it, makes them feel good, it energizes them. And so for us, how that translates is into our skin just looking younger. If we're dealing with wrinkles, it just helps over time, mind you. This isn't like a one-time thing where you sit, let the red light hit you, and suddenly you're a different person. This is like months and months of continuous use. And it and it helps with acne. That's where the blue light comes in. There's a combination of red and blue that they have found helps with the bacteria in your skin that causes acne. It helps with the wound healing like we saw with the mouse in the implant site. And so this is something that there's tons of companies. You do your research that's the tricky part. Anyone can just throw a red light <laughs> into a mask or a pad and be like, boom, put this on your skin. Yep. Charge you hundreds especially of nowadays, dollars, child. especially nowadays. So it's it's something <laughs> that y'all know how this world gets down. You need to do your research. Look for reputable companies that Absolutely. have scientifically back, you know, like. Or you get burned salu- up. <laughs> so when I was doing my research. Um, now that I had a better understanding of like how it came to be, how it works exactly, I was like, okay, what are the top brands that dermatologists are using, estheticians, you know, that that have been proven to show a before and after where it's not just red light. I'm skin. thinking like GE, maybe Philips, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Samsung. No, you would think what is this one, Saluma, is the one that when you go to estheticians or dermatologists, this is the one they have at their actual uh I was gonna say at their shops. That is not the word. <laughs> At their practices. Mm-hmm. This is where they actually have Salumas. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, if if people that study skin would buy this brand, trusted. you know, and they're licensed, then trusted, then I was like, let me go ahead and do the same. So that's where I bought the Saluma and just want to show you guys what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Y'all see that? Ooh. A championship belt. <laughs> friend you want essentially if you you okay. never want to lay on it if you're on patreon you see that i turned it on you can see how the lights flicker it's really beautiful i love it i want one this just is have the it base up. where you can choose right? whether you're doing acne wrinkles or wound healing mm-hmm. so i had this you know you put it over your calf i had it you never want to lay on it because obviously the lights are you lay it on you you lay it on you mm-hmm. so if you want to do it on your face you put it over and it's 30 minutes. Each treatment is 30 minutes. It starts and stops by its you start it, but it stops by itself. So once the lights so turn off, no right, you know that you're good. You have to wear these for protection of your eyes. I was just gonna ask that's them little goggles. Little goggles <laughs> obviously, because your eyes are sensitive. So really fascinating. I haven't even been using it that long. And I promise you, I see the difference. My skin, I feel like the collagen production, there's just so many benefits to red light therapy. Um, I know there was a mask that was really popular. I think his name was Dr. Dennis Gross or something. They sell it at Nordstrom. 
let me look that up because I don't want to give you all the wrong information. I think it was Dr. Dennis Gross. Dennis. They got like the skincare line or whatever. Yeah, but is it? Yes, it's Dr. Dennis Gross. He has a skincare line, but he also had a very popular mask. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the first brand I saw that was just like all the influencers had it. It was on YouTube. You go to Nordstrom. (laughs) You go to Nordstrom and they have it on, Mm -hmm. you know, the skincare aisle. So something to look into. It is pricey. You can, you know, you're ranging two, three, four hundred dollars for the masks and going into the thousands when you're doing the bigger pads, you know, the real they hot have, ones. They have small. Um, what was the one, Asante, that we saw on the site? The like little handheld pod one that that is it was affordable. I think it was like a hundred or something, but they have different options. It was like the light. Where was it made? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's from Saluma, so it's it's reputable. But they have a lot of different options based on what you're looking for. They even have it specifically for people that are trying to grow their hair. It's one that you put the on restore. your head, the restore. Yeah. You put it on your head. So scientifically backed, it's something that, you know, like I broke down. The pod was the... The, the, the pod, uh, see, yeah, yeah. That's the handheld. <laughs> if you just want to do a little zoop, zoop. Because <laughs> they, they got a they got a, a couple of them, the light and the eye light, but those are still the ones that are up there. Yes, they're now very this, expensive. Now, now, this Saluma, very expensive. This Saluma Elite, that right there, that's some real professional You see it grade. with like the stand and Yes, I've, I got in some shit that like, looked like a tanning bed. I told y'all at my esthetician's um, facility. It was probably red light it therapy. Was. It was. It was. But it was built like a tanning bed. I laid down. Right. It's like full body. And they body. shut it down. Yep. And it was red light therapy. I was in there for, I can't remember how many minutes, but it was great. It wasn't it high was or great. nothing. And they have the saunas that are like infrared so that it combines the two technologies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, when I have my house that we buy, like I'm getting an infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question. I love how saunas make me feel. I'm very into red light therapy. And you can have parties in there when it ain't hot and use just the red <laughs> lights for ambiance. No, not yeah. with people drunk in there. I didn't realize that they had the full body one, too. Like, Oh, yeah. That's serious. Serious. That you see it? It's like a that, little that's sack. That's serious. <laughs> The, the deluxe and the deluxe XL, yep. which I would need. Because think about it. I'm just doing it for my face, but obviously uh-huh. your full body people, can benefit, yeah. but that's a different kind of money. Like Jenna Lyons probably uh, will use something oh, like I'm this. I'm sure. <laughs> but some of the benefits um, from studies from the past 20 years, like I said, it can promote wound healing, like that scientists discovered with the mouse, tissue repair, improves hair growth, Carpal tunnel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Very, very common. Psoriasis, any type of neurofunction. It improves neurofunctions, improves skin complexion, helps build collagen to help diminish wrinkles. And most importantly, the yeah, relief of pain and inflammation, which is really what made me get it because I'm like, okay, I've been having these injuries and it would be nice for something to promote, you know, healing without me having to take like a bunch of shit yeah. for it, you know. And so, it helped. You got the pro or the eye pro? The pro. That's the little, the little matte one. So, uh-huh, yeah. Something to look into. Um like I said it's scientifically backed, but there's just do your research if you do get into red light therapy. There's people that sell panels, mm-hmm. which is what I definitely want to get to these like red light panels that you 
put in like into your wall and then you can just yeah. stand in front of them or sit in front of them. <laughs> so yeah. into it. I was so into it. Can't you see somebody <laughs> just butt naked standing there? Yep. Just covered <laughs> yep. in red and light. you don't know. You walk in there like. <laughs> Blasting Rick Ross. Y'all wouldn't be surprised if you came to my house and I'm like, hey, I'll be back there with you like, friend, just don't look, just look up, friend. <laughs> don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to put that into your awareness if you've been curious about it. Look, Asante's, I see your eyes. He over there adding the cart. That's what he's doing. I'm just perusing the catalog. I love when he does this. I'm just seeing what's sustainable, you know what I'm saying? Because, look, there's a lot of options here. (laughs) And, you know, look, I don't know if that, and don't let me find out they accept. Oh, it says financing available right here. Sure does. No prepayment penalties. Hold on now. (laughs) See, all right, well, let me, I have to close this. Just, no. I'm trying to find, hold on, because I did see, because I always want to, what is the word that she used? Damn, I'm not going to, I wish I remembered. I remember looking up if there were any cons, right? Like anyone ever experienced negative side effects they're like oh hell no right i didn't see people you know twitter to me is always like a really good place to get people's opinions on things like i literally will type in the product (laughs) because always someone complaining about some shit on twitter Mm -hmm. so it's really like the perfect yelp um and so i looked it up to see and i did see a really popular is she? Yeah, I think she's a licensed esthetician. She's one of the makeup girls. Really, really popular. Really well informed on skin health. And she mentioned that she had the Saluma and was like such a fan. Had been using it for like a long time. And she started experiencing some like patches. Not patches like her skin texture, but like discoloration on her face. And she says she looked into it. Not too many people have experienced it, but there is a very small percentage. Because that's the thing, too, with products and just even skincare. Not everyone is going to have the same experience, which is always tricky. Um, She said when she looked into it a little further, there was a very small percentage of people that did have a negative experience with the red light where it created these, like, discoloration. It's a word. I just wish I remembered. Bye, Ashy. Portia said, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's like a pigmentation issue, but the specific word she used, I just wish that I had written it down. Maybe someone that's um, in skincare will will let us know what it's called. Maybe they're aware. But something to consider. You should definitely look into it. Like with everything, there's always going to be cons. Pros and cons. And I wanted to be honest about that. But for me... I've been having a great experience so far. I know Haas has been using it way hey, longer. Her skin, she's like a doll. Mm-hmm. Antoinette mm-hmm. is another person. She has the... Oh, shit, that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to just use hers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's sanitary. She has... Um, where's my phone? Because she told me the name of the her, one she that got she got one has. by Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, she uses the Omni Lux. The Omni Lux. O M N I L U X. So that's another option. She is a huge fan of it. 
she's been talking before. about it for months and her she says she sees the difference so phantom of the opera very cool though i actually think the mask is cooler because you can like do stuff you can bend it and you can do stuff you can like sit and watch tv you can like wash dishes and put it on whereas the mat that i have you have to like be stationary the gloves see the glove that's the hand is kind of what i was looking at it for yeah so something to look into red light therapy i think it's awesome Wanted to throw that into your awareness if you were unaware. And if you're someone that has used it, I would love for you to share your feedback, whether good okay, or bad. Lux is doing a lot. I'll so. go. <laughs> well, I always go to Krispy Kreme when the light is on. I feel like um, they're much <laughs> fresher, far more viscous uh, of a donut. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but check it out. That's all I wanted to talk to y'all about today because I know we're always looking for like ways to just stay gorgeous. Yeah. And and supple and young and <laughs> this is an option. Was, they literally make a face. They they make the same mask and it just says men on it because it's a different color. Oh, but they got a little men's health award. Okay. Oh, and look at all these good reviews. Wait, they Sorry. have a separate mask for men. That's it literally is the Omnilux men, but it's just the it's the same one in a different color. I thought it was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when they have to create stuff for men by making it more masculine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's so annoying. All right, like we're going to have cigars and I'll put on suits. <laughs> See, this one is good because they're very specific. Like there's one for the face, one for the neck and uh decollete and uh the glove. <laughs> but the other one it's the other one is more versatile. So yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Omnilux, Omnilux, you know, uh, looks like a great purchase. It looks like a great product mm-hmm. overall, but I might, you know. And the might... one that's in, at um, Nordstrom, Dr. Dennis Gross, I've heard a lot of good things about it. You can literally go on Twitter. That's what I do. Type it in and you'll see a bunch of estheticians just going back and forth. I typed in Dennis and the algorithm heard you already. So <laughs> They already popping up. It literally up. came in. Yep. So. Dr. Rx Spectralite Facewear Pro. Yeah. Okay, so this one. All right. This looks like. Iron Man, this that mask one, here. right? I actually bought that. That's funny. I bought it, but I returned it the next day because I realized I wanted something that included my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because I'm yeah, like, if I'm a- if I'm doing anti aging treatments and I only do my face, the neck is gonna be a, a story to tell, mm-hmm. boy. So I took it back, and that's what made me get the Saluma <laughs> Dustin. daily sessions before I'm bed. That's what I do. I, when I do my um, part of your wind down, what I've done now is like I'll do I'll wash my face or when I shower, wash my face, then I come out do the treatment, but I do my it says put your moisturizer, retinol, all those things after the red light treatment. Oh, because I was about to say retinol before the no. light. I was, I was, that I sounds like, oh, like you asking no for way. trouble. I'm about to say, friend, there's no way I'm putting on retinol and doing this no, mask. No, no, no. No, so what I, so it's make sure your skin's clean, but do all your treatments after because it just like adds to it. And you'll see the difference. I'm telling you, you will see the difference. I am completely standing 10 toes down by red light therapy for anti-aging. If you're someone that have been like, you know, I know I talked about Botox and filler with Antoinette in our anti-aging episode. But if you're someone that wants to find something like this, it's less invasive. You know, this is a good option. I'm getting so. a motherfucking facelift. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm going to come back like this. this. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. Oh, wow. Look. <laughs> 
Give me a motherfucking face. I will facelift. die if you have that big face. I'm getting all my shit. I'm getting all my shit. Mm. But that's it for me. That's it for the hot button. And that is it for the wellness segment. Asante is still scrolling. I see it in your glasses. Well, there's no Music Man segment because I'm still shopping, so we can just get to listens lately. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, mainly. Uh, yes, it is music time. A lot of music has come out, and I have not had the chance to listen to most of it. So I will quickly do a roll call on some things that might have come out, um, some of which you guys might play today. I don't know. But uh, nonetheless, why not shout some shout some artists out? Um I didn't want to start with your fave friend because I feel like you're going to play her. So I'm going to start with another uh, songbird here. Georgia Smith dropped her project Failing or I Flying. I saw that. I didn't listen yet, though. Uh, falling or Flying. Excuse me. That was a terrible Freudian slip. Falling or Flying. Georgia Smith is back. There are 16 songs on this project. Again, I am just roll calling music, so there's no opinions here. Um also, Wheezy is back. Now, I didn't listen to all of this, but some of the songs I've actually heard. But uh, Lil Wayne just dropped a little uh, precursor, if you will. It's literally titled The Fix Before yes. the Six. So we all know what's coming. <laughs> we all know what that Shout means. Shout out Karen Civil but, uh, over there running Young Money. Shout out to Karen Civil. <laughs> yes, Shout out to Karen Civil. Uh, go listen to the project. I haven't listened to it as of yet. Um, I have heard Cat Food, which I fuck with. And I'm also just eyeballing the track. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. But for me, I see Fouché is on track number seven, titled Chanel number five. So I'm just going to listen to it because I love me <laughs> Track number seven, Shout Chanel out to number five. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they did kind of roll, right? Um, plenty of other new music has come out. But as opposed to me just roll calling it all out, I would like to just know what you guys have been listening to lately. Mm. So Dustin and Fran, or Fran specifically, because you know ladies okay. first, what have you been listening to lately? Because so, I didn't want to just shout out Cleo So, because I knew you were Well, yeah, Cleo, so. I'm like, that's so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> and she dropped two albums, so we are like, spoiled. Working, working. And I love the mm-hmm. second one. Um, What's it called? Gold? Because it's about mm-hmm. God, which I think is really cool. Like, she just cuts through everything else. That go Let's with the show. that way. And it goes with the show, a whole album about God, and it's so beautiful. But I'm actually going to shout out Kenyon Dixon. Kenyon Mm -hmm. Dixon, he dropped an album called The R&B You Love. Mm -hmm. And he has, it's a really good album. He has songs with Tiffany Goucher, who you know I love, Mm -hmm. and Alex Isley. Um, Tiffany Evans. (laughs) You know what? I'm actually going to play... I don't know which one to play. Let me play the one with Alex. It's called And Then Some. And this is how it goes. I know that look in your eyes. Say what you need. Impatience is killing me. I feel the waves that you feel. The energies. Thoughts insane. Been running deep. Don't hesitate. Come closer. Just you and me. Yeah. Go ahead, show. And I'm free. So good. Never know if we love us or friends. Just know when I love you and when some. All these diamonds in my hands. You make me want to spend all of 
Mm. Right? <laughs> so if you're looking for that that R&B sound, I definitely suggest that. Um, this one is going to be a little tricky because he didn't release this. He just played it on Stuart. his... <laughs> on his Stuart. IG. So, you know, we love PJ Morton, friend mm-hmm. of the show. Yes. He is going to be doing a couple of shows in Africa... All right. Um, he's doing, yeah, tour. Ooh, ooh, it's playing. It's playing. Hold on, hold on. That's how good Jesus. it is. It just come I on. I know. <laughs> so he has um, five cities and four countries that he is visiting in Africa, which is so exciting. I'm like, that's huge. I'm trying to see if he mentions where. Johannesburg. Oh, I guess he has like a South Africa part. Cape Town, Johannesburg. But I don't see what the other parts are. But I'm sure he'll announce them soon. But he did an Afrobeat remix of one of his records that he produced himself, and it sounds so good. Tell me what y'all think. Just started. Yes. <laughs> I hope he releases it because I just think he did such a great job. It sounds official. So I love that he's remixing his records to align mm-hmm. with the travels to Africa. So that's exciting. Congratulations, P. Really, really dope. Wish I could be there to support. That sounds like a dope ass tour. I feel like you don't hear right. enough artists performing in different countries in Africa. So that's mm-hmm. really exciting. Hopefully, more people follow suit. So. Those are my two for this week. All right, Dustin Ross. Well, what you got for the people? Um, this song is by Akosha Bentley. It's called Mad Hoes. That song do be jamming though, and she performed that, or they performed that everywhere, anywhere. <laughs> I was like, get it in. So that's one song. The next song I'm gonna play. <laughs> the next <laughs> song I'm gonna play is called Big Dog by Moneybag Yo, Sexy Red, and CMG the label. Sexy, Fucking with a big dog, got my ass getting bigger, I like 
up in the rental. Go. She want a G, don't want no nigga, that's a square. She want a P. Give her that dick soon as she wake up and before we go to sleep. She like my grill, so when we fucking, I'm on top. She lick my teeth. I'm the largest. What that mean? It don't get no bigger than me. Nah. Ghetto Barbie, let her hold the ARP. That's my gun. With me serving, swerving in the SRT. Prada and Balenciaga, Louis V. Overseas. Make it jiggle, wiggle, wobble, jelly bean. Booty. You jump when she tell you, in other words, you a leaf. The last song I'm gonna play, don't even need no introduction, but it's a timeline clearance for y'all hoes. It rings bells. It don't need no introduction. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what time it is. Como la motherfucking floor. Shout out to Selena. I always think of XD. He stays singing always. this on the show. Ay, ay, ay. Como me duele. Oh, how it hurts. Ooh. That was That's good. it for me good this rage. week. Thank you. I'll take y'all to the club. You can play that in any play Como me duele at your next party and watch everybody be like... <laughs> That's it. Wow. I'm dead. The artist I'm gonna play, their name is Wow, I should have looked this up beforehand, but now I see why <laughs> I do this. Uh this artist's name is either Gene Dawson or John Dawson, J-E-A-N. You know, because people be doing things. So that's why I'm always like self-conscious. Yeah. Anyway, Jay Dawson, John or Gene, uh, you'll the internet will correct me accordingly. We'll go with Gene for this week. Uh Gene Dawson dropped a new song featuring SZA. The song is uh, the track is called No mm-hmm. Seasons. It's no S C S Z N S. So no seasons. This song is featuring SZA. Again, it's no seasons. <laughs> and I like this vibe. Here we go. That's John Dawson, Gene Dawson, uh, No Seasons. Scissors Verse is cool, too, because it's like that very, like, I don't know, the music sounds kind of like 
high school pep rally-ish. Uh, it makes me think of, uh, and what's that show on CBS? Uh, American High or something like that. It makes me think of one of those shows. Anyway, I, uh, I like that track. Outside of that, I also want to play, um, there's a remix to a song called Buckle Up by the Philly Goats. On this remix, there is it features Armani White. And you should listen to the song, definitely, but you should listen to the remix for Armani White. Here we go. Buckle up. Ayo, 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 ayo. Sit the fuck back. Sit the fuck back. That the ring will talk like when it come down the street. Buckle up when you sit in your seat. Turn your lights on, make sure that you can see. It's the red light, so we jump out the V. Calm down. We two in it. Can't see in this shit, cause it's two tenant. Wanna know who in the back got the crew in it. Swear to God, I don't buckle all up. We don't stop at red lights, cause we don't give a fuck. He in the street, cause I'm in something small right now. Boy, don't make me break out the truck. On the highway, breaking the rules They in the back screaming, stop, can you cruise? I cannot stop, cause I see red and blue Dice in the back, he said he see it too He said, Smith, you already know what to do They might catch you this time, I'm like, boy, catching who? Put that shit right in sport, and I swear they be flu Goddamn, we gon' need some more gas in the few It's a station right here He said, how many minutes is it? I said, it's coming up, it's like two Oh, man, they gas on E I'ma pull to the side real quick Try and see what them boys want Alright, we gon' see He gets to the car yeah, he's he like, TikTok that nigga is dope and I was just in Philly I should have bought weed from while I was out there I won't make that a mistake I won't make that a mistake this time (laughs) right that beat is hot that's why I was like you you should go listen to the original for sure because the uh, Philly Goats I think they're like a little rap group I'm not sure I'm not from Philly excuse me don't say Lil yeah, look, uh, well, you know, th- those bulls, you know, <laughs> those, <laughs> those not Chicago bulls. Um, anyway, so yes, um, last song that I'm going to play is by an artist in a world full of Tobys from Toby Nwigwe to Toby Lou. There is also simply just Toby, T-O-B-I. From, from uh, this, Roots. <laughs> that is T-O-B-Y, oh. I assumed. I don't know. You don't. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's Kunta, Kunta. He was Kinta. tired of that shit. Uh, it Toby. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it, fuck it, Toby. Um, shit. So, so this is Toby T O B I. The song is called Someone I The coming task, never someone I knew. To the party, yes, we the tardiest. Never good at chronology, I measure time and memories. Where were you when the towers fell? I was seven. Sitting at home, Auntie bust through the dough in a frenzy. Facing horror shock, yelling at moms in the kitchen. I pretend I wasn't listening, but still paying attention. Life is a gift, and if God wills it, living. Inshallah, we don't face the world with a stigma. Where were you when you first held a gun? I was five, playing hide and seek in my parents' room. Went under the bed, the perfect spot for me to hide. Dark brown mahogany handle on my hand like camouflage. Where were you when Michael died? I was 15. 
The singer I idolized, immortalized in my mind. Living with my cousins in a foreign land. Sitting in living rooms, wishing my spin. So, yes, that's, that's Toby. That track is hot. I love that track. Um, that's all the music that I'm going to play. And I should have mentioned this at the top of the segment, but I didn't have it ready. And I still don't have it ready now. But I was like, oh, maybe I should do this real quick before I go. Um, the artist that released the song Earth is Ghetto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she got a new... Th- her name... Yeah. Her name is Aaliyah Sheffield. It's uh, A-L-I-A-H uh, Sheffield. S-H-E-F-F-I-E-L-D. Um, Aaliyah Sheffield. First of all, there is a video for that song. Earth is Ghetto. It's more than just a clip. She decided or somebody decided, hey, girl, you need to make a whole song video. And she did. So make sure you support that particular song. Um, outside of that song, she's a she's a songwriter and she'd been putting up YouTube videos before that anyway. And that was like one of the ones that hit. But she dropped a a couple of songs this year and the latest song that she dropped was called some of your people i believe <laughs> or actually hold on that's not the latest one that's just the latest one that i'm seeing on uh the tiktok i mean the uh the spot all right anyway the artist her name is Aaliyah sheffield and just support her because i really love that earth is ghetto song and a lot of her <laughs> music is super reflective and just dope like you just don't get a lot of artists that are given that fresh perspective or a perspective that you're not hearing a lot of right about now um, so I feel like she's one of those that we really just got to harness and support, but she dropped the song that I was referring to. Uh, she dropped two weeks ago. It's called, I don't like people. Oh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I mean, the music is very real. It's that, that's what I love. So she dropped, I like people. I don't like people two weeks ago, but she also five days ago dropped a video called never, uh, for never drinking again. So go support this artist. And if you see her out, just go see her live. You don't got to bother her because I don't know if she's going to do the Anthony Mackie or not. I don't know her like that because the song is called I Don't Like People. <laughs> but that's it. That does it for the Music Man segment. This is the friend zone. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of black owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls, Add an exclamation point to the menu with Ghetto Gastro's waffle mix and syrup and Slutty Vegan's Tasty Dips. Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in or founded products for your next social gathering. And by the way, did you know Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors? Keep an eye out for Target scholars as well a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Season two of Illuminating Intersectionality brought to you by Target's Black Beyond Measure, hosted by myself, Fran of Hey Fran Hey, Dr. Takia Robinson and Chef Jade of All Jays of the Getting Grown podcast. Season one was incredible. It was so good, actually, that we turned it into a podcast. And season two will be coming to a headphone near you. <laughs> Tune in and check it out. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. 
Don't just spectate, participate. Now I'm going to give it right back to Dustin Ross because it is time for TV Land. And I want to know what you've been watching, Dustin Ross. All right, really quick. um, Love and Marriage Huntsville is back and in full effect. This is one of the (laughs) best episodes that I have seen. First of all, there was an all group, all cast scene at the um, introduction ceremony or celebration for the son of Tiffany and Louis Whitlow. His name is Baby Ace. Beautiful baby boy. It is Ace. Okay. And um, they had all the the ladies of the cast were in this one scene and it was great. Nell Fletcher and her husband, Chris, are two of the messiest, oldest, messy people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and they're supposed to be the, the, the friends of they are doing a great job as friends of the show. So just watch that. We can talk about it later. Uh, but Love and Mary Tunsville has been incredible television. Also, check out um, Carl. Speaking of Carlos King's stuff, check out his interview with Lil Scrappy Part 2 aired today. October oh, the 3rd. And it was a very scrappy. good interview. Yeah. Lil Scrappy is um, opening up with him because he, Carlos was a part of producing the first seasons of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So there's a relationship there. Got you. Um, anyway, what I want to talk about is, and what we need to talk about and what we're going to fucking talk about <laughs> is Love is Blind season five now. Oh, God. Friend, you, you see what you've done? This I, makes me happy. <laughs> y'all already know that I have a feeling about these love is these Netflix reality shows like love is Mm -hmm. blind and like the ultimatum and the people that sign up to be on these shows. Right. I think that's really what it is for me. Um, But I've given this a shot because you all (laughs) both had such passionate, visceral reactions to what you were watching. And I wanted to know and be a part of that number when the saints came marching in. And And so, Oh, now, not only do I get it, I've gotten it and they don't get it, which is the thing. Let's just start the process. Shall we? First of all, <laughs> the laying on thick of emotional reactions is sickening for me and not in a good gay way, in a literal <laughs> definition of the word. I want to vomit when they have these moments. And it, it was so bad. I, she just, and then, and I love all that, the heavy emotions, it's, it's all fake and, stu- and silly to me. And they tell on themselves when, Johnny, let's just go there because you know I fucking hate her. Oh, she's God. one of the worst people I've ever <laughs> seen on television, oh, and she's crying every five fucking minutes when old boy dumped her. Was it Izzy that dumped her, and she went Izzy. to crying yep. again? Yes, and the yep. damn thing, she always fucking crying. Okay, I'm sick of her. I'm sick of her and telling everybody <laughs> she can't keep lying. a man. You know, and put and then big ass shoes she be laying over to the side of her every time. Oh she gets, have you noticed that she got the heaviest platform no. pumps I've ever seen in my life, and she just throw them once again. What are the shoes, friend? Strewn across the room. She always got bought up tissue and and cards. Justin literally and, sent a voice note. Because as I was watching this shit at four in the morning, as I was watching this shit, like, look, look, that shit four, me four oh four. Mind you, I looked at that text. I was like, hey, it's four oh four. And then you text. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> and then you kept going. I was like, we're going to be blowing Fran's phone up. I can't do this I with loved you right it. now. It so Izzy funny. kept it real about growing up in his religion. I say that. He did keep it a hundred. He kept it a buck fifty. Okay. About mm. growing up in his religion and what he said. Um, I'm also tired of Aaliyah crying. <laughs> she won't stop crying. She she won't stop emotional. crying. I don't understand this thing. Uche. Every everything Uche. that she says that she stands on bites her in the ass. She said that you're not Uche. mad at Uche and Lydia for having this secret relationship that they kept from you while Lydia was all up in your damn face, console rubbing you, sitting up under blankets and throws with you. 
You know what I'm saying? Rubbing your back. And the whole time she literally just fucked Uche three months ago. Three months ago. Did you see the wall slide? Yes, outside the damn door. I'm like, come (laughs) on, Aaliyah, like... You are really and Lydia, this Lydia. This is also TV, Dustin. They gotta give good TV. I mean, they're not doing that. That's what the problem <laughs> is. They're not giving good television. Aaliyah is literally driving me crazy. And then Uche, we're not gonna get on Uchi Coochie's ass. Uche. Okay. Oh my Uche. God. Uche gonna say um, when when Aaliyah dipsetted on him and she had no longer continued with the competition. And he gonna, they're going to ask him, did he want to call her? I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. Well, I'll do it. And then he gets on the phone just to berate her about mm-hmm. leaving over some shit he lied about in the first damn place. Yep. And damn she's quiet. so yep. dumb and stupid yep. that she's yep. not telling him that. She's just yep. fucking crying about it. I yep. was enraged watching this shit, y'all, which is why them, the succession of texts. I know it was a lot. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, I understand. No, but I like, it was I was fucking. Looked at my phone like, oh shit. It was welcome because I was right there with I you. I was living. Y'all don't feel like Aaliyah was doing too much and crying what? about it. She, she was, the, Who said, she was <laughs> moist-eyed the entire time that I saw her on More this show. More than agree with you. Like entire time, and why was her and Lydia so touchy feely? And they both freaks. They are self admitted, <laughs> right? Why was they so touchy? Hmm? I mean, that Let's part it, it seemed like their attachment was very fast. <laughs> it was very fast. You know, the, those see that's another dynamic that's interesting to me. I think I might have said something about this last week because I was w- watching like the final episodes from last season's cast, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, we're the original pod girls." Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't know if they'd just be so like excited for dorm life with other grown people. Maybe they that's just build what these, it like, is. Fast bonds. And they're like, I think this "That's my, what it you're is." You're my best friend. You're one of my best. Oh my friends. god, we're making meals together. You see me without my and makeup. JP and breath stank. And JP breath stank. Did you peep that? Oh, uh, JP is when crazy. When Taylor was like mm, stinky breath, and she kissed. <laughs> Which was so rude. Mind you, he looking at her like ugly bitch. Like, right. <laughs> right. He was. He was looking and at he her. Was just, he was just. He was. And then his excuse because of your makeup. So you're quiet because I had makeup when you first met. Like, what are you ta- What are we that doing right insane. now? You need Everyone some makeup, Frankenstein. <laughs> she, she need to get out of there. But wait, I'm glad I, she did. I don't know if you got there, Dustin, but when that other dude was like, that's the kind of guy I want to marry my daughter. I was like, yeah, like fuck? he had a crush on him. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that yet. But it sounds like he's right on, on board. Look, I know you didn't actually. And I, and I await your text message because because when you in that little section right there. No, it. wait, who was it that called? Was it um Izzy's girl? I can't remember her name. She called JP a good old boy. <laughs> Did y'all catch that? Oh, no. <laughs> she was like, he just looks about. like a good old boy. So he a I was racist, like, a damn racist. A fucking <laughs> I was like, racist. Oh, is that what she's saying? <laughs> I, I, it's a weird cast. It's like, it, I don't really see um, chemistry with anyone. Uche. Anybody. Well, not even Uche. Milton and Lydia. Lydia. It's just the banter L- is Lydia so just chose him for the game. Childish. I love banter. She needs to I'm get some very rest. much the banter girlfriend. We just joke on each other, but it's just not funny and it's mean. Lydia always looks like she's on the way home from work in the face. <laughs> Literally, like she looks sad and tired. Like, and we've seen this person. <laughs> she, y'all, if you've ever been in <sighs> mass transit in New York City oh at like 6 37 p.m., you have seen 
a person <laughs> that looks it's a it's a unisex look in the eyes when people get off like work. It, that's how Lydia always like looks. Weathered. Just I feel like the word that comes to mind for me is downtrodden as you're expressing that's this. That's been the word the <laughs> past couple weeks, and we can go okay. keep it rolling. But she just always looks like she's been working and she's on her way home from work with a tote bag and a coat over the arm. I'm tired of her. I don't like the fact that she <laughs> lied so and said that shit. Period. You see it, don't you? I don't like mm-hmm. the fact that she lied and said that shit and never told that um that she had Turned fucked Uche around with Uche. And then mm-hmm. she was she was that. she was trying to set up them to lie to throw the show. Well, do you think we should just start mm-hmm. from scratch? I mean, and then he was lying. He while knew exactly who his, she was. But while being Aaliyah's friend at the same time. And then the part that threw me was when Aaliyah was like, I actually don't want to know any details. And she kept and she saying tell, And she's saying everything. And then she was just like, his car is blue. I love his dog. His friends. You're going to love this his family. His apartment girl, his house looks like. So oh, his house. What? And he did see me oh my in January. God. Do you know what he drives? Do you know what kind of car he drives? Didn't it feel sinister? He drives a Tesla. We it did sleep together sinister. and all that. And then the bitch was lying because y'all know I don't miss nothing. She going to say, um, the last time we seen each other was in January of this year. And yes, we had sex tonight. So it's been three months. Then when she was telling the story to somebody else, she going to say, and in February, I told him we can't do this anymore. We have to shut all this down. So is it Uchi? Wally, or is it one mic? Which one is it? Did was it January or was it February? Sounds to me like they're still fucking. And if you watch when she laid it on him that she knew when she, meaning Aaliyah, told Uche that she knew that they had slept together in January, his whole the wind just deflated out of his self righteous, arrogant, hearty sales. Okay. So I almost want you to FaceTime me when you see the sit down between <laughs> Lydia and Uche. Oh, and my, my thing, like, even knowing that they're having a sit down, what is there to talk about at this point? If y'all ain't got no dealings with each other and it's nothing and all the other shit, they don't need to talk no more. And that's where well, Leah needs to stand up. I see she took her braids child. out. Okay. She's really pretty too. So, so she that's did. what I mean. That's a sign of what? Strength. You know what I'm saying? She's showing up real. <laughs> she up. like shit. <laughs> I'll give it to Uche as much as I'm not a fan. What he did in that at the end of that, I was like, shout out to you. At the end of what? I didn't see their sit down of yet. Of that sit down. Uh, yeah, that's, he, I didn't see he it yet. was just like, this ain't, this ain't it. But I was like, that's cool. Like, he's just like, I'm not even going keep this Wait, going so my question is is nothing. that the end of them for real or do they end up getting back together well later? that's the part too it's also a TV show so who knows yeah cause they still they still doing cause that's why you know we get to the end of this particular episode arc with um, Uche meeting with Lydia so it's like you don't know if after that Uche gonna have another conversation with, with Aaliyah, Aaliyah maybe I don't right, know yeah oh and that's the part you didn't get to yet um, Dustin with Uche Milton and Lydia listen to the Milton tried to st- <laughs> yep, because because Milton tried to step in until them sirens came and got him. Well, and Milton. she embarrassed the fuck out of Milton. That part she did. Where she, she no, I she have to just say ass. this one part. She just sunned his ass. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> so oh when God. he saw her sitting with Uche, he kind of tried to help her have an out. And so Milton is like, "We actually have somewhere to be at whatever time that was like coming up soon." And don't tell Uche me she was, said, "Let me finish talking." That's exactly yep. what she said. Yep. Like, and he looked at her. He looked at her like "fuck you." You know when the person is pissed, but they're not gonna and, say. And, and he jumped walked off the off, chair. Jumped he, off. he was like, he's like, "Okay, I'll be outside." He looked at her. I was like, uh. "You know when a person says okay that quickly, they're just like <laughs> you know, beyond. You know that's a, a bitch. Okay. We gonna, this ain't over." He hit it with the okay, and then got up, 
walked out and she sat there and just talked to Uche for the rest of the night. I was like, oh, she's in trouble. <laughs> she's in trouble. Yo, he tried to give her an out. I really almost like Which when, also when you was on episode corny, seven. But I have to remember he's 24 because I know I would have just been like, yeah, listen, Milton, y'all have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Like, and if you're going to talk to this nigga, I'm leaving. It's that simple. That we're, we're, either y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. Or oh, we, we ain't got, got nothing to talk, talk about. about and I'm two seconds from fucking him up. So you need to figure it out right now what the fuck is going right on. Right now. Matter that of fact, part. fuck both y'all. Okay? <laughs> y'all can have each other. Out. I'm going that to fuck part. your bitch and then I'm going home. That's it. <laughs> and then I'm going to go get me a real yeah, bitch. Remember <laughs> But I do remember he's 24. He is, you know, admittedly a nerd and probably doesn't like confrontation. Oh my God. So are you into telepathy, geology, rocks on the window and <laughs> the telescope? And she's like, oh my God, I love rocks. And then it's like, oh, hell Tell no. me this like, and I what? know it's real. Do you You're struggle with such and such? And she was like, when you magnify, no. is it by a and thousand she, or she ten was like, thousand? No, I don't. <laughs> Oh, I love that part. It was so like textbook nerd that it was almost unreal that I was witnessing this. <laughs> I, so the, it ain't happened yet, Dustin. But they showed a preview of when Lydia meets his family, and uh, she and it's, are one they of them like calls him her or are they like his family? Oh, I didn't even see that preview. You ain't see that part? No. Where like because they were like, well, what business does a thirty year old have with a twenty four year old? That's how I want them to be. Good. Oh. Not like him. Oh, you ain't see that. <laughs> Show that preview, and I was like, I was like, all right, well, let's see what Milton family is about because I ain't yeah, getting that. Yeah, I'm curious. Ass. Like, what was his yeah. upbringing? <laughs> no shade. And then Dustin, how far are you with Izzy and Stacy? Did you get to where they living together? No. Okay. No. Right. I have my feelings for Izzy have completely shifted. I thought he was like decent. Shifted. Oh, like I thought he was okay. Like he's <laughs> you know he's just okay. And then now I'm like, ew. <laughs> I could he's, see, oh man, you know, for real. Yeah, well, he's like okay, right, Dustin? Like you don't okay. dislike him, you don't like him. He's just okay. Like he's not a bad. He is pretty nice, dude. right? He's not, like he's just like there. even when that whole thing happened, when old boy was like, "Yeah, now nah, I'm number two And then he, like, he could have been like, yeah, "Yeah, you are." But then Uche was like, ah, "I don't think of it that way." And he was like, "Nah, man, you're good." Like, yeah, Izzy like does he seem didn't play right. into it. Yeah, he's just kind of there. But he does still seem a little like to me. He still seemed like a little like I don't want to say edgy, like corny. Um, he gave me incel vibes when they were talking about just something untrustworthy. Oh, and he was like, "So you just expect the man to pay everything?" Like it was just very Twitter incel di- Dustin, like dialogue. When you get to she, she, it's her house, and she said, "You know," he was like, "You know, let's go half on everything," and she said, "Okay, what about dinners?" And he talking about, uh, you know, I guess we can discuss dinner. She's like, what you mean we, we can discuss We're discussing it? it he's no. like, oh. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, well, we can go half. Mind you, they're, talk- they're talking about marriage. I have never seen <laughs> no married couple go half on no damn dinner. I was like, I, no, I will say I agree with you. Right. Because I don't want to see no married couple go half. But I have seen examples of people of married couples that split everything 50 50. And I've always thought they were an estrangement there. I've always thought that they seem mm. distant. You know what I'm saying? Even though they cohabitated, it just seemed like a me versus you yeah. type thing. We're not, you know what I'm saying? Unless there's like a business thing behind it right. or something. But like just like, straight up cool. going 50 50. But I can, what I can tell you, okay, per having a, a similar mm. experience, I do recognize a certain chip on his shoulder that I uh, understand. 
her and what he shared about his growing his experience growing up or whatever. And so mm. there is a because think about me, right? Y'all know me very well. Habitually, as far as the way I do things, I being pleasure, um, satisfaction. You know what I'm saying. Bottom line, because of what he said, you know what I'm saying? There's a selfish element to the way that he lives life. And he has to feel as if he is being seen or has a stake in something because he comes from a very restrictive background where he had Mm. to leave the classroom as a kid when kids had fucking birthday parties with pizza and cake. I did forget that part. So living as an adult, there's an element of I want to be satisfied in life and my experiences mm-hmm. and I want to be able to have my say. You know what I mean? That exists. Yeah, and I, I recognize that. that in him. That's all. Fuck y'all. Well, whoever's outside. You really gonna you, you really gonna feel for him when he, when she judged him for his plastic wear in the house then. Plastic no, wear. What really? got me was his her dad talking about, so what are you gonna oh. do when she wants to fly first class? I was like, what kind of conversation is this? this oh is that look, no, nah, that was a real that was a real conversation because basically I mean I get it in the sense that like, yeah, she seems like someone that that has a more elevated financial experience. Mm-hmm. Then he does is she, she broke? I don't think he's broke, but they're broke. but they're very they're just on different brackets. Like she's yeah. has her own house, she's flying first class. What she's she talking do? about like trips and I don't know. I don't know. even know what I she do, but she seemed cool. No, she I, seemed I, I like right. I really like, like her. Yeah, like, I like I like her over him versus like I mean I liked them both, but I liked her more so because she seemed like she was like when I realized she wasn't a mean girl because she wasn't playing the game with Johnny, she was like. I ain't really doing this whole thing. I was like, all right, cool. So let me see what you're about. I hate Johnny. But there's going to be financial issues, you can tell, between Izzy and her because they just see finances very differently. Okay. Like, she's very much that I want to take lavish trips and travel and fly first class. And he's just like, I'm not there yet. I can do half and half and take it from there. A limited lacking mindset. And her dad yeah. was like, okay, good luck with that. Because if you don't pay like, for shit, I'm going to have to pay for shit. Because her sisters was like, You're the, you travel more than most most anybody I know. So like, yeah. and she had already told him in an earlier conversation, she was like, when I travel, you know, I like to, I like, she said in the, uh, uh, in the confessional, she said she likes luxury and stuff, but she, she had told to him straight big. up, she was like, you know, when I go out, like I like to go out to eat and stuff. Like, you know, when we travel, I don't like, I'm not going to, be in a hotel room like I want to do what I want to do. This is where the fine line between communication and this follow me here. Like in relationships, right? I don't, I'm a person who thinks, and I don't know if this is healthy, but I don't think everything has to be explicitly said in detail, right? I like you just getting what to do or you just understanding that this is how to go. And sometimes I think you have to do that by example case in, in, in this case, right? I don't want to have a preliminary conversation with you, like a warning style conversation about my taste (laughs) and my taste level. You know what I'm saying? What I like. If anything, we're going to see how each other are rolling. I'm going to determine whether we even are fit or not. And I'm going to show you through rolling with me the types of experiences that I like to have and what satisfies me. And you, hopefully, are picking up clues and observing me to know what to do when it's time. I don't want to have to have a conversation with you where where, where we have to say, all right, well, when I travel, you know, I like to <laughs> get the nice stuff. And so you're going to have to do that in order for us to be together. I don't that makes everything right. feel it just takes the fun out yeah. of everything. And, and it takes the, the joy out of some things you, you do need to communicate 
it specifically so you can be happy and satisfied when it comes to yeah. shit like that i really be cool about it and like well you know i see both sides I, I, you know yeah, what i'm saying i don't because i don't want to be leading through example and then we show up somewhere and and learning you're looking at there. me and i'm looking at you and then you finally put your card down then you decline and it's like well damn now it's like no I'm <laughs> i mean not to say that that would even be the thing here but like I don't I wouldn't want it to be like he's learning, but then he's still resenting. Cause like what if he is like putting the card down paying? Like when she's like like uh, they get okay, another bitch. Is, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because they they're they moving into marriage. Who, they, then it's more aligned with you, what, what you can you, and yeah, can't do. You know, because that's saying? why I said, well, maybe these are conversations they should have been having in the pods. Cause like when you're fast tracking a marriage, cause even back to uh who was I thinking about when oh back to his ass talking about you know we're going half on dinners when you provided that context I was like okay well that makes sense but like going half on dinners to me in marriage like I didn't I couldn't even put that I there, don't but. think that that's a if anything just him being selfish and saying that we're gonna go half you know because he wants to feel like he's getting something right. has something because part of me felt like he didn't really know so he just said half he didn't be but like all right who, well I'll pay for every dinner as a man whether you gay straight whatever top bottom fem masculine whatever you know what i'm saying as a person like you want to provide for the per you want to you know provide mm-hmm. that experience for the person you love and you also want to feel that too sometimes you know what i'm saying so that whole just dutch shit i don't like don't go dutch with me i'm just gonna tell you like <laughs> yep. if you take me out if we're going out on a date like Either I'm a got it or you got it, and that's it. Yeah. I don't and that's like that. How, that shit. That's how we. I'm, move I'm in very Kenyan more about yeah, it. I'm right, sorry. Friend, yeah. Like I don't. It's like just that. like because I also am very much like I like taking you out. Sometimes mm-hmm. it ain't always yep. got to be on you, but we're not splitting. <laughs> like it's just either I got it or you got it. It literally doesn't. And have we to usually happen. talk about it beforehand. Like you got it, I got it, and mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Or if you mm-hmm. offer it, assume yeah. the responsibility. Right. Like, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Maybe I'm, but, maybe I'm I think, traditional. I think for her, she she also, like, the part that, that throws me off is, like, if you know you're someone mm. that likes luxury, wants to travel a certain then way. get a better nigga. Not better. Then you need... <laughs> get a nigga that, you know what I'm saying, a guy. Then that's my point. Like, I'm not going to be having these convos with you about what we're splitting and when you're paying what. Like, clearly, if we're having this, then there's a misalignment because she's yep. expecting luxury with a man that is telling her, I don't have that. Also, and that doesn't make sense to me because what you do you no want? Dishes, You're going to create like <sighs> tension and it just doesn't so make sense. Immature. To me, you don't own no go dis- get the no guy dishes. that that, fly, that can fly first class with you and that can pay for both right. of y'all's Don't be unfair really with like the expectation, that. right? Of what it I is. I don't get that part. And I feel I also, and this is, maybe I'm not the best communicator. Maybe that's what I'm figuring out. Or maybe <laughs> I am a great communicator because I'm listening and I'm listening to what you're saying, but also what you're not saying, right? So, like, you, we don't have it, once we establish what each other do for a living or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You're computing all, what that means. That that's the the purpose of sharing that information. So I don't right. want to talk to you about us having to go Dutch on everything. I don't want to mm-hmm. be with you if that's what we if this is a fifty fifty thing, whatever. I don't know, but that's but that's also my choice, right? I don't think that that we right. can all make our own choices. But yeah, I know y'all do the, the same thing. That's just the lifestyle that you're trying to maintain, right. and I think everyone should be honest about those expectations. Because we on the same fucking three pages <laughs> right here. Okay, <laughs> for real. But I can't right wait there, for you I'd to be see. damn. You know what I'm saying? Every shit, we might have had some problems, but. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? You, One thing was for even sure. Even if you say you're taking me out, even if you say you're taking me out, like I'm still gonna make sure I got it. Like not to say that I'm gonna pay it every time, but like I'm still I'm not leaving the house unless I got it, which you know I got it. Mm-hmm. So like if you take me out. And I enjoy myself. I might want to pay because it's like, yeah, I know you invited me out, but like I had a really good time, like a better time that I would have had, whatever. So like, yeah, I and pay, it's nice to spoil it people mean, you love. Mm-hmm. But it, but it, it, there's no there's no spoiling by being like, oh, I know you offered to pay, but I'm gonna just take care of mine, so you don't gotta pay half tonight. <laughs> like, Could I'm not. That's imagine? not like you slide me a, a coupon for dinner, nigga. Like, no, use it for next time. Thank you. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, you know, let's not act like inflation and inflation and whooping ass right now. Yeah. Oh, no. People are trying their absolute best to make it. So, but my thing is just, we talking about where we clear. at and where she at. And yeah. Where he at. Like be clear <laughs> about where you're at. Just be clear and don't, mm-hmm. and don't try to make people feel bad because they're not where you're at. at all. That bothers me. And I didn't understand fair. that about her convo. I didn't understand that. Are you watching? Um, you're not. Never mind. Sorry. What? Uh, I was gonna ask you. You watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Hell no. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> are, are you watching I Dustin? Am. I was thinking about Monica and how she was. Um, because me and uh me and a couple people were talking about this. She needs a reality Monica. check. Monica <laughs> okay, is. So uh, you want you got it or you want me to do it? You go take so it. So Monica, <laughs> and, and this is about right the in. house. This is our last in closing, right? We're gonna segue to the <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because there is an alignment here with the story about wealth and 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 aspirational television, right? We watch yes. the Real Housewives in general of any city to watch um, women in, in aspirational lifestyles of wealth, typically. Um, you know, living behind the gates. That was the premise of the show, right? So one of the the housewives of Salt Lake City, Lisa Barlow, lost a $60,000 diamond ring in the bathroom as they were traveling to Palm Springs. $60,000. She, when she spoke about it, she was obviously, you know what I mean? Upset, rattled, you know. (laughs) She's saying, I have to order another $60,000 ring. She was distraught over losing her $60,000 ring. One of the newer housewives, Monica, who doesn't have the most money and also had a scene where she was crying about an impulse purchase that that she made of a Louis Vuitton time bag so that she would feel um, on the same level in her head as the women that she was filming with on this cast. Because if you watch the Housewives of Salt Lake City, you know that these women love like labels and logos, clothing that's heavy on logos. Which is a conversation, right? But my thing is, so Monica was acting like she was, well, not acting like she voiced frustrations of having to hear Lisa complain about losing a $60,000 ring when she's just trying to figure out what she's figuring out as a divorced mom. You know what mm. I'm saying? And blah, blah, blah. And she kind of, after a while, she she spoke up about how she was offended by that, which was totally personal on her behalf. You know what I'm saying? But she needs a fucking reality check because, Monica, we ain't watching the fucking Housewives, okay, to see people like us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we watching this shit to see Rich women living their lives and having the conflict that rich women in their circle have. So while I feel for her and I understand right. where, why that may. And also, I, I personally feel like she was hating a little bit because what's it to you? She was. What's it to you? You know what I'm saying? For a minute, I was like, did she steal this ring? And then she complained about it later. And I was like, how oh, you mad so at her mad for ring. talking like- about the $60,000 ring that she was wearing and lost? Like, it's OK. And if it's making you feel some kind of way because you don't have it, that's on you. Right. Mm. I just didn't understand that. And don't make me cape for Lisa Barlow, because every time they showed her talking about the ring, it was like at the airport when she was talking to somebody about it. And then she was on the phone with her lawyer or whoever. Or in the sprinter when they were talking about it. Yeah. 
Because it was like they made it seem like she was talking about it like the entire like time. At the time they she brought it up, like I don't think they had been talking about it. I think somebody else brought it up that last time. I was like, what the hell y'all keep bringing it up for if she finally stopped bringing it up? Like, what is what are y'all doing? But Monica, <clears throat> to your point, I, it's interesting to me because I think that there is a conversation to be had about people wanting to buy things or to keep up. But also to your point, I hate I hated how she was like almost demonizing Lisa for talking about her wealth, whereas like Yes, like this is her world. These are the things she surrounds herself. This is what she buys. That's why she's mentioning all this shit all the damn time. And honestly, to your point or to her point about it, like she's like, it's this is different. You know, you have sixty thousand dollar rings. I have, you know, uh, you know, hundred dollar rings. And it's like, but girl, that's still money. Like so, to her, to you, you should understand why she keeps saying it's sixty thousand fucking dollars because that's such a big lump sum of money to have lost in one little fucking sitting. So. Um, I also just hate Ooh, the perspective of her. This is what I'm saying. So it's like, wow, <laughs> Mary walking in with her her labels and all this. Like, we want to see that. And if Monica can't keep up, that's cool. But like, let's not make the storyline about how we need to be more mindful because, like, that's not these women aren't in that's settings not where what the show is. <laughs> it's not what the show is, and they're not in settings where they're just throwing it all around. People that are doing, you know, very bad, and it's like, well, why aren't you helping? It's like they're living in these neighborhoods where everybody got it like that. So. Why not? And it's like, if you ain't got it like that, that's why you're complaining. But why are you demonizing her when she ain't this shit to you right. about this? Sorry. But yes, I'm glad we segued into that. Glad you're watching, Dustin. I'm glad we all hate these same people on Love is Blind. For sure. Also, The Real Housewives of Potomac season eight trailer came out. Um, make sure you check that out. It's going to be another great season. They actually have eight full-time housewives, which is a stacked, packed Damn. cast. Um <laughs> And uh, there's a new housewife, Robin is back. And shouting it from the mountain. Which also shout out to the Real Housewives of Potomac because they have four original cast members from season one who have lasted as full-time cast members all the way from season one to season eight. And that's never happened before in any of the Housewives really? um, cast. Wow. Think that's about sad, it. Karen four isn't really a lot. Karen, Giselle, yeah. <laughs> Robin, and Ashley have all been there since mm-hmm. season one. And it's now season yep. eight, and they're still there as full time um, cast members, full time housewives. So that's remarkable. I'm excited Good for, for the new season, mm-hmm. even though the trailer admittedly did not sell it for it me. Felt a little flat for me too. Yeah, yeah. and even just like the storylines that they're going with this season, I was like, okay, but <laughs> I'm happy. I love them. <laughs> I find them ridiculous, and I'm yeah. so ready for the grand dame to do her Great damn characters. thing. So yes, <laughs> um, and that's it for TV Land this week. And that means that's it for the show. We gave you a long one. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.